Welcome back to the Will Every Weekend podcast. This is Ian and Brittany, and we are back in California after spending about a month driving around the Western United States, which was pretty dope. Yep. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our trip and some of the things we did and the places we went. And I am not happy to be back. (laughs) I was dragging ass today. I know. It was really nice. We also haven't been anywhere in over a year and a half. Yeah. And we really needed it. I think we realized at the end that we we really did need this. Yeah, we did, dude. I mean, I was dying uh, a slow death. I think if there's one like big takeaway from this, it's that I do need time off. And I think I need yeah. to take at least one day a week off from here on out. <laughs> I think that's reasonable. Yeah. You can actually take two days a week off. Two days a week. Uh, <laughs> greed is a sin. So <laughs> I don't know about that, but... I do need some time off and we need to do some smaller trips in between. And at least now we have the Tundra. We can kind of like mob around in that thing. It's pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um, it's super comfortable. So comfortable. Now that we built it in four days. Yeah. it was That was pretty nuts. Yeah. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Because we didn't really fully decide we were going on this trip until like a month and a half before. Mm-hmm. And of course, right now is like the best time to buy mm-hmm. off-road parts and get them in a timely manner. So it was like super stressful of is stuff going to show up, blah, blah, blah. It was a whole thing. Um, and it, barely at the last minute, everything came together and we oh, got um, wheels and tires. We got some like methods, which I think have a little bit too much offset. Uh, they stick out a little too much, um, but I don't know. I don't really care that much about it. Uh, yeah. But people are saying if they suck in more, they're less likely to rub. But I, ours rub like the fender, yeah. like the whole fender. We buckled the fender well. Uh, on, That's in after the clearancing a lot. Dude, a ton. People say you can fit 37s on this truck, no which is bananas. way. Absolutely insane. So another big takeaway is people just don't use their suspension travel. Yeah. They just get like a two inch lift and then they just drive around with like four inches of travel. Yep. And are none the wiser, which is sketchy. But it we did were, not drive well. No. When we first put them oh, on and so didn't scary, do anything. Yeah. Dude. It's undrivable. I don't know. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, so we did that and then we put the Goodyear Ultra Terrains 35s on, which I am super happy with. Yes. Yeah. Those are great. They were Fantastic tires. Mm -hmm. Um, they're made in the USA. They got the mud and snow logo so I can get away with not using chains in the winter. And it's good for here. Yeah. And I guess discount tire, we got some like insight from someone in the industry. They're saying that discount tire actually designed them and then contracted Goodyear to make them. But like Goodyear didn't want to make them because it's like too high of a class of tires and they didn't want to compete in that class. But it beats like the KO2 and all the safety data, which is like Mm -hmm. as close to objective tire data as you can get. Yeah, I'm super happy. That's with awesome. Them. Yeah. Zero complaints. Yep. Uh, they're great on and off road. And if they made them in 40s, I'd run them. They're pretty squishy for a load range, though. Like, we don't air down that much. And we don't. There's a fair amount of bulge. Yeah. That could be the rim width and shit, too. 
Is there like 12 fives? I honestly don't know what. I was going to say, I have no perspective on this. Like yeah. the only thing I know is 40s. Yeah, dude. 35s <laughs> air up so fast with our yeah. little like $100 CO2 setup. Dude, yeah, it's pretty nice. So quick. I was like, shit. <laughs> I and, still drive around at 20 fast. PSI though. I don't care. <laughs> I, yeah, we did that a I'm lot. Like, we it, went, at, yeah, we, yeah. Well, we did a lot this trip. So we had to go up and down a lot. We even had to. Yeah. Refill our CO2 thing, but we'll get into that. Anyway, yeah. what else did we do? Uh, we put new leaf springs on the back. I didn't realize that the medium duty leaf springs are actually pretty much heavy duty leaf springs. And I thought yeah. in my head, the nine leaf springs would be softer than the 11 leafs, but the opposite is true because the 11 leafs are like way softer. And then to fit them, you have to use a one inch lift shackle. So the rear is like lifted a little too much. We took both the mm-hmm. load leaves out. So now it's a seven leaf pack and, and it still sat high. Yeah. Still high. It did we, settle a lot it, though. It did, it but it ton. still sits, sits yeah, high. high. We were hoping, but the 11 leaf pack would be a lot better. We even um, brought the extra leaves cause we were like, Oh, it might settle too much and we're going to want these back. Yeah, but, but we, Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. So mm. Yeah, that was a bit of a miscommunication. I think uh, I might sell these, though. They would be excellent for someone with a camper mm-hmm. or who has, like, constant load in the bed or who is, like, above or at payload. And payload yeah. on the Tundras is pathetic. Like, the 2022 Tundra has less payload than a Ford Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just always been bad. I don't know why. I bet we sell them and then get a camper. <laughs> That's my guess, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what's going to yep. happen. We're going to go to the 11 Leafs and then get a camper and then be like, fuck. Mm-hmm. But what's nice about having the bypasses is that if you have leaf springs that are a little too firm, you can just go there, pull a little bit of compression out, add in some rebound, and then it kind of fixes it a little bit. So, like, honestly, the rear was still great. Yeah. It was yeah. super comfortable. The um, whole thing was comfortable. If it yeah. just wasn't an, like an, it's about an inch too high. But also, geez, drunky. I'm, um, I'm sorry. I forgot about the noise it makes when I pour wine. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. You also want a bit of rake on a truck, though. Yeah. Like, the bed should be a little higher. Right. But we, you know, fully loaded. I mean, we, we packed that bed up. Not really, fun. though. We just packed poorly. <laughs> That's another thing we'll get That's into, true. I'm sure. Um, what else? Oh, so we got a like swing out bike rack, which is actually a pretty dope design. But then I put it on and we just drove like on our property and I was like, this is not gonna work, dude. The bikes would move like eight inches side to side. Yeah, just swaying back so and forth, bad. up and down. And it sat really low. Oh yeah, and it stuck straight out from mm-hmm. the hitch, like another foot or two. So we were gonna drag it on everything. So I used the fixture table. And I like TIG welded a six inch riser on it. And then I plasma cut out braces for it and TIG welded those on. And then I TIG welded the side where it was wobbling and it still wobbled like fucking crazy. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> you did all that while we were waiting for the rest of the stuff to come in. So it's yeah. not like we jammed that into our tight True. schedule. But I could have been doing other things probably. Um, we did put three rails of L-Track in the bed, oh, yeah. which are great. Although we need to put in the rest of the bolts because it was bending up in the middle. Fine. <laughs> Under the spare tire, there's like a couple bolts you got to <laughs> do. But yeah, it's essentially, it's this like little circle-y track 
where you can just like clip in tie downs. And the good thing is you can clip in just like loops and then you can like loop one ratchet strap. So you yeah. can use one ratchet strap. But like we had one to tie down like our toolbox, two gas cans and a water jug with two loops. And it would right. hold them all super secure. And so that was rad. Different kinds of attachments. You can put it wherever. Mm-hmm. Everything should be held down pretty yeah. well. Because <laughs> the stock like little loops in the bed suck. They're like mm-hmm. halfway up the bed and they're never in the right spot. And you just mm-hmm. can't tie down anything in the truck to only those four points. It right. fucking blows. Right. Not securely. You know what else was really great? What? For tying things down or holding things down. What? The CO2 mount. Oh, dude, our CO2 mount so mm-hmm. legit. We got just like industrial CO2 clampy thing. We just drilled it into the bed with some fender washers on the backside. I think it's solid. It wasn't going anywhere. It's in there for good, (laughs) Uh, which is good because I guess, I mean, it's pressurized, but CO2 is a weird gas where it liquefies under pressure. So it's only like 800 PSI, but also there's a ton of volume in there. So if you punctured it, it probably would explode a little. Explode a little. But not too bad, I don't think. I think it'd be all right. We didn't bring a fire extinguisher this trip, which we really yeah. should have. That was a huge mistake. I feel like it was even on the list. Probably. A lot of things on the list didn't get done. <laughs> um, we got a sweet like plumber camper shell for an F-150 that is like mm-hmm. not the right width and not the right height and anything. It didn't, it didn't meet the back of the cab, so there was this weird V-shaped gap. gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty legit. I do wish we had a tent. I, I do, too. Yeah. We should have just done it. We should have just, just put a tent on it. Made It was such ra- a pain rack. in the ass to pull every single thing out every time we had to sleep. Yep. And then if it snows on all your shit in the morning, yep. you're just putting, like, snowy crap in the bed where you sleep. Yep. Which yeah. we learned about. Yep. So. So, okay. And, so we had to install the camper shell. Yeah. And then we like didn't, I didn't have anything to hold it. I was going to build like TIG weld aluminum channel on to like bolt it to the bed. It just didn't happen in enough time. Not so enough so time. we use these like camper shell clamps, but mm-hmm. because it's for an F-150, it doesn't line up with the truck bed. So um, yeah. they didn't work that great. But what else did we do? Uh, front coilovers. Yes. I did cam tab gussets. I TIG welded spindle gussets on the front and then I steel it all that stuff for some reason, even though mm-hmm. steel it's the worst. Um, and uh, the Bilstein upper control arms and oh, the dual battery setup. We did put in the dual battery setup the last second, which was great for powering the fridge. We should have taken the back seats out and made like an actual platform in the back. For the fridge. For the fridge, because mm-hmm. the fridge just smashed around. It was so annoying. Yep. It was a work in progress, it. but we knew that would happen. Yeah, we just ran out of time. And really, yeah. like, I think if we had spent another day on the truck, our trip would have been way better. Yeah. Speaking um, of running out of time and doing things yeah. half fast, the sliders. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> sliders, dude. They were like, first of all, they're like 100 inches long. <laughs> and they're only supported in the middle. I just didn't support them on the sides at all. Yeah. So if you hit anything on there, it's just going to bend. We but it was put, actually, it ended up just fine. Yeah, it was fine. For, and on the sliders, I put that expanded metal. Mm. Um, and you were like, oh, I could tell you had your doubts. You were like, dude, we're so late. Why are you taking I time did. to do this? I did. I was like, this is not high on the priority list, but yep. I am so glad you did it. Yeah, because when it's muddy and you step on sliders, you just eat shit. You slide right off. 
And Sliders. if you're me, you could just do it with, you know, dry boots and yeah. no reason. You're a little clumsy. <laughs> yeah, I was at least going to for sure put it on your side. Um <laughs> We did full sliders. We did the front RCI sliders, which did not line up with the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure why. The mid skid thing, and then we did the gas tank skid. Oh yeah. Ooh. And we need to fix that. <laughs> it's held on by five zip ties right now, now. Yeah. but it was also very necessary. Yeah, we smashed those up, and the front skid is so bent right now. Oh it's really? Like dented in. Yeah, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, which is kind of like. I mean, it happened in one trip, but also they're like eighth inch plate. So that's what I was expecting. It's like a 6,000 pound truck. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I was expecting. It's weird. It didn't line up with the frame though. Like I couldn't even, I use the 3000 pound ratchet straps to try and pull the frame to where the skid is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if like our frames jacked up or what, but couldn't even get it in there. Well, yeah, we, we learned that the truck, at least at the bed part, doesn't line up. Yeah, the bed is shifted over mm-hmm. like an inch to the right, which I I honestly think was before our trip. I do too. Which is odd. And there is a patch panel in the front where I'm pretty sure it's been an accident repaired, but mm-hmm. like I, the frame doesn't look bent on visual inspection. And also it's bent in the opposite direction. Like that front bar is like forward too far. And if it was in a front end collision, that bar would be bent in like back. Mm. Unless they put on like a frame straightener and did stuff, but I don't know. I just don't yeah. care if it was in an accident, though. I, yeah, know, it I doesn't. Mean, <laughs> it really means nothing. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Oh no, this thing was in a collision," and then I'm gonna hit whoops at eighty <laughs> <laughs> once and do more damage to the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, the rear frames on those too, because of course Toyota had all those issues with the rust recalls. It's C channel in the back, which I think is part of the reason why the payload rating on the Tundras are always so bad. Across all generations of them, including the new one. Hmm. Um, and that one usually buckles like right at the shock mount. In my experience, I've seen four mm-hmm. or five of them where the frame is buckled right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think people just don't know. But also yeah. the frame is designed to flex too, yeah. to improve ride quality. So that's what the engineers say. <laughs> Buck and believe the engineers, <laughs> which I don't. Well, else do we? I feel like we did some other stuff too. Um, I think that might be it. Yeah, wired in the fridge. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. Hmm. Yeah, but all that was the four days before we left. Yeah, it was like four days of just madness, and then mm-hmm. of course we were late, and we wanted to mm-hmm. like go through Southern Utah that week, but we ended yeah. up using that week to pack and finish building the truck, and getting the business. You know, in a place where we could leave all the yeah. normal stuff that you have to do before vacation. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. It probably took us like two days just to go through orders and stuff. Yep. We we're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And still right now I have a couple emails I got to go through. With yeah, me too. With like shocks and stuff. Um, yeah, because there are long lead times. Even people who actually make stuff in America. As I find it funny that people think that like companies that have six month to a year long lead times are making stuff in America. I'm like, <laughs> like you think these are American-made parts? <laughs> like, the I internals mean, come from America? Also, there's all these shipping delays yeah. from ships not from here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, like they don't put two and two together. They're like, yeah, I'm going to wait a year for these shocks. 
I'm like, they're working they're really hard USA. on them right here. And I'm like, yeah, they got the, you know, <laughs> yeah, the Uyghur Muslim child <laughs> slaves <laughs> just, <laughs> or I shouldn't say that. <clears throat> I'll edit that part out. It is um, what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so yeah, then we finally leave. And we three days late. We didn't bring our doggos on no. this trip. This was the first time we didn't bring moose. But the only reason was because we wanted to mountain bike, and this was our first trip yeah. bringing the bikes. And moose is not the type of dog that will run alongside you on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought of that. Yeah, and we couldn't leave him behind, and so so we had our family stay with him. I think he was much happier. <laughs> yeah, I'm not always sure that he likes the trips. <laughs> Or anything. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't really like anything. So anyway. Yeah. So we leave a couple days late. Um, I don't think we left until the 23rd. Yeah. Um, And I think we were supposed to leave this. Honestly, I think we were going to. No. No. A week before. So we were supposed to go to Overland Expo. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think our original plan was to get a tent at Overland Expo. Oh, and we, we had, had some considered other, that. Mm-hmm. Um, like things we had to do there. But uh, I just don't like the Expos, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Oh, we did have a good time last time. Yeah, we, we did have a super good time, mm-hmm. but it's just a lot of people for me. It is a lot of people. And last Man. time, you know, we were set up in the Bilstein booth. And yeah. this time we would just be going and... Yeah, and I don't like that like fake yeah. networking stuff where it's like you know that it's a certain like tone of voice that people have when you know that it's not real. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what I don't yeah. like. Yeah, I worked in recruiting for that's 10 true. years. <laughs> yeah. You know better than anyone. But yeah, especially like all the just like hipster off-road mm-hmm. like super fake yeah, I I, I just really enjoy meeting people on the trail when we're camping and yeah. you're just like actually doing the things and everyone's been pretty awesome that way. So, I, and also this was one of the only times that we have been able to take off this much time. And so we wanted to go explore the places that we haven't been to yet. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. too, like we were going to wrap it into part of the trip and we were going to go to Sedona and then we were going to go there and then we were going to camp on the North Rim. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) We can go to those places on a weekend Mm -hmm. when they won't be absolutely packed. With people from Overland Expo. Yeah, so let's not. Um, But yeah, I mean, we did have some um, obligations that we kind of just blew off. Uh, We'll probably get a booth next year. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just not good at the like networking thing. You I'd are. Just, you just like, don't like it. <laughs> I'd rather just like make stuff. People know who I am. I'll tell you what I know, but I'll tell you what I don't know. I actually like, really like the networking part. Yeah. Only because well, I, I, I need to socialize. <laughs> yeah, dude, you do. You get weird. <laughs> Brushing my hair for the antelope. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> we are not joking. No, yeah. We saw antelope and Brittany was like, oh my God, antelope. I'm so glad I brushed my hair. <laughs> and then one day you braided your hair, but all we saw were F-18s. Which I was still stoked about. Yeah, you were stoked about it. I'm like, oh, babe. 
can't believe you almost didn't braid your hair. <laughs> it would have been so awkward when you saw the fighter jets and they saw your hair wasn't braided. Haven't showered in a week, but. Oh, no. <laughs> you gotta braid your hair, dude. We did use those shower wipes. The, oh. What are those? Cool showers or something? I don't remember what they're They're called. like baby wipes, but they have like pumice stone in them and like menthol. Those were super nice. I was I did not really think so. surprised. They yeah. are way better than baby wipes. Yeah, I put those in our go bag when there were all those. Um, terror attacks against all the water treatment plants in Southern California oh, the beginning of that the almost pandemic. killed everyone. Yeah. They're like, no one knows about cause it didn't even make the news. Right. Um, cause COVID and aliens and yeah, a bunch of stuff. Dude. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> we're burnt out. Um, so yeah, we finally leave like late in the day too. Cause of course we're packing, doing last minute stuff. Like we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just always a nightmare with us doing anything. I don't know. I think I've learned to like get excited about it because that's what we do when we go on vacation. So I'm like, yeah, let's pound some energy drinks and drive all night. Yeah. Camp in the dark. We literally did, dude. We drove <laughs> where? Um, we drove all the way to, we went past Vegas and we camped in some BLM land just outside of Mesquite. Dude, but driving through the Salton Sea, I did not realize how <gasps> many dates I forgot about that. There's like 10 miles of date farm there. Also, we we didn't know how dates are grown. Like no, We were like, look at like, all these palm trees. Yeah, but they had bags around them. And I was like, dude, all these palm trees have nut sacks. Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> um, no, for miles. Miles, yeah. It's like all the dates come from there. But also there was like a fire around and we were getting like railed by smoke, which yeah. kind of messed up my allergies And it was like the, the skies were orange. We were looking at these palm trees with ball sacks on them. Yeah. And also, did you know that, that dates are grown, uh, they're native to the Middle East, yeah. So I'm I'm guessing that's why, like, I don't know, the Salton Sea area is probably close to that type of terrain. It is a shithole, so <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Um, I guess that's not PC either. Man, I told myself I'd be more professional on our podcast. Hmm. And I've already <laughs> mentioned child slaves and called an and entire area and <laughs> a shithole. <laughs> It's been like well, 10 minutes. It's good to have goals. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm going to try the next one. I'm going to be professional <laughs> and start making people think that I'm like. Think know. that you're what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Going um, to Overland Expo? Yeah. I don't All know. Right. What? Um, so, yeah, we camped just like on some BLM land. We tried to use that on X app. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, they did offer to sponsor us uh which i declined because i was like this sounds like geotagging um and it does but i've kind of had a change of heart on it yeah uh where i mean like the people are gonna go anyways so it's probably better that it shows like the land designations and where to go but also the very first trail we try and do on it is like a blue trail with photos and stuff and there's a giant sign that says like private property no jeeps, right. blah blah blah. Stay out, and it's like an official trail. I'm like, this like somebody is- went on it and said, yep. "This is a trail, and here are my pictures from it." Yeah, so, and yeah. I'm like, that's exactly what I was worried about. Yeah. So because anybody can plot a trail on there, right, mm-hmm. and tell you that this yeah. is a place you can go, which is good and bad. It's like the Wikipedia theory where it's Ooh. like you know, mm-hmm. it's the masses, but not mm-hmm. anybody. I think it has you have to be like a chosen person. How new it. is it? Is this app? I think it's been out like a year or two oh 
So it's very new. I think so. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the user interface is kind of rough. Like I'm trying to like mm-hmm. click on trails on it, and it's like government lands. It mm-hmm. thinks you like clicked around it, and then I have to like search it. And also, <laughs> there's you can only either pick to download ten miles of offline. Or like 150 miles of offline area. <laughs> like, dude, there's no in between. <laughs> like, I would never want more than 10 or less than 150. <laughs> like, what is happening? So I'm sure like in a couple of years, they'll fix that. So I don't know. On one yeah. hand, it, it is just geotagging. But also, it's showing people actual land designations, which is more responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the user interface is pretty rough. Uh, but they did sign on as Corva business members. So I was like, oh, I'll give them a chance. Maybe it's not that bad. But also it kind of sounds like you just upload, like when you're one of the people who can upload trails, you just like upload the trails and then they use that on their app. And like, that's, that's it. So like you're giving them data, which they sell to other people. So it's Mm. like the Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, like that's how Instagram works because Instagram right. isn't a product; you're a product, right? On right. In, when you're on Instagram, so I don't know. That's I don't know where I'm going is. with this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we use that to find this this spot to camp at, right? Yeah, which also that trail. Mm-hmm. So I'm eating charcuterie because yeah, we uh, overland trip. Mm-hmm. So we're having peppered salami and a cheese tray. That's true. We we, we did eat all of this. In our tundra. Dude, the center console in the tundra is fire. Yeah, it's big enough for a charcuterie board. Yeah, that's it's overlander approved. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then this trail, it sent you like right off a cliff. Do you remember <laughs> that's right. that? Oh my God, it, like, I forgot about that. going straight, and I was like, dude, this is like a 200-foot drop down and, here. of course, it's like one in the morning, mm-hmm. so it's really hard to see. <laughs> and I didn't sleep the night before. Yeah, so we had to camp at like 2 a.m., I think we sleep three and a half hours mm-hmm. and then wake up and leave. We're we, in a we, cow pasture. I know. <laughs> I, I was happy about that. I was yeah. hoping to see some cows, but we didn't. Just their poop. So mm-hmm. that's great. Uh, we we had to be in Moab by that uh, Friday, the next yeah. day. So uh, that's why we're rushing to mm-hmm. get to Moab because we're meeting a bunch of people there. Yeah, but uh, we always take the long way through Utah. We go. We didn't want to compromise on that, yeah. You know, like up the 15 and maybe across on the 70 or something. But if you guys are going through it, I highly suggest just take the time and go through Zion and the 12 freeway by like Bryce Canyon and Escalante and stuff and the 24. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even have to get out of your vehicle. Just driving it's through beautiful. it. It's so worth it. It's amazing. We've driven through it like 10 times now. It's the most beautiful land mm-hmm. I have seen from the freeway. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. I think it adds like maybe two hours. It's totally worth yeah, it. Yeah. It doesn't even add that much, but there's less services and stuff. So if you're in like kind of a piece of shit truck that breaks down a lot, it's maybe yeah. not the best like way to go. Mm. But we always <laughs> do. Remember we did it and the heater broke on our way back. <laughs> That was your last straw. Three cans of stop leak into the radiator, which did not stop the leak. Instead, it just plugged the the heater core, <laughs> which is like I said that was going to happen. I was yeah. like, I was like, look, I don't think radiator stop leak actually works. I bet what's going to happen is it'll plug the heater core, and the radiator will still be leaking. And then it was like twenty minutes later, and I was like, motherfucker, yep. dude, god damn, oh, 
And this was like February in Utah, so it was oh, yeah. cold. Chilly, and that was before we had uh, heated jackets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we drove all through there. Super nice. Highly recommend going that way. And we made it to Moab, or just outside of Moab. We met yeah. with our friends who had already claimed the camp spots yeah. to BLM land. Moab was busy, though. It, oh, yeah. There was a mountain bike race that just ended. Yeah. So there were, like, tons packed. of people. I also, I guess we've just, it's not even peak, but, like, I guess we've just never seen Moab when people are there. Yeah. Our friend Matt told us that we were spoiled, <laughs> and mm. now we get it. It's it's, it's packed. Nuts. The problem with Moab is that it's like the premier destination for so many different activities. Because like, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. It's like whatever outdoor sport you want to do, Moab has the best of it. Yeah. So that's what's annoying. But the camp spot we had was pretty nice and it was away yeah. from people. Um, and we made it for sunset. So that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. We had like a view of the Sauls and stuff. And so mm-hmm. next day we woke up um, probably pretty late. And we did a loop like around the LaSalle's and then through Onion Creek, which was beautiful. It was like crazy aspens, fall colors. We did a lot of really awesome trails that were beautiful and amazing. And I I think this one still tops it off because you went through every terrain. You went through the mountains with the colors and the aspens and the pines. And and then you moved into like the red cliffs of Utah and then... Dude, this the soft roading stuff is pretty rad, actually. You're like not worried about shit breaking. It's comfortable with the bypasses. It was really comfortable. You can do like whatever speed you want on the trails. You're just looking mm-hmm. at stuff. Yeah, as long as it's not packed on the trail, yeah. then it's it's great. That's the only bummer. That's mm-hmm. why sometimes it is nice to be able to get out to places that other people can't. Right. Because then it cuts off a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But that was beautiful. I really enjoyed that day. It was awesome. Uh, and then that evening, we watched the sunset at that um Oh, that we spot. went to... Uh, there's some of the BLM land outside of Moab. There's one spot where it was like the convergence of two giant canyons together yeah. in a spot. And you could like hike out to mm-hmm. like the peak of the mesa at the convergence of the canyons. And, and you're like it was sitting nuts. in the middle of it. Yeah. It's, it's like a mini Grand Canyon. Yeah. People were saying it's better than the Grand Canyon. I've still never been to the Grand Canyon, so I don't know. But it was pretty dope. Um, it's beautiful. It I have was. some photos of that. They're pretty cool, too. And then we went back to camp. And then we hiked back in the dark, which was yep. fine because the moon was out and it was nice. Um, and then we had dinner. We had some jalapeno burgers. Oh, <sighs> Which uh, wrecked me. Probably shouldn't have those when you're camping. No. That's a <laughs> terrible camping food, dude. It was so spicy. It was so spicy and it burned like, yeah. You guys can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I had some stomach pain the whole next day. And then the next day we decided to do some mountain biking and we yes. did Slick Rock Trail, which is like the most famous mountain biking trail. So one of the things that we did before this trip started as prep was go tubeless. Yeah, on the bikes. On the bikes. And we put that uh the armor stuff in the bikes too, mm-hmm. which was rad. But apparently it's a process though. Yeah. My front <laughs> tires though, I, they would hold air for like a half hour at most. If that, yeah. And I was like, well, a bunch of people said like maybe the sealant just has to go around, blah blah blah. But I think it ended mm-hmm. up um well, the sealant did have to go around cuz my rim is bent 
Because I think I'm like, I think I jumped it and I landed weird and I just can bent probably it. think of the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there was goop coming out of that and air leaking out of that. And I was like, oh, that must be it. And then finally that part sealed up and then it went out through the rim tape, which my rim tape was kind of junky. It was not as good as the one we put on mine because no, you have a different really size. Good. So we had to get different tape. Yeah. Mine is more like plasticky, but yours was more like rubbery. Yeah. Mine went which on I think better. Was better. And mine mm-hmm. was super hard to put on. And we had to use the heat gun because otherwise it just wasn't going on right. Mm-hmm. And so it was leaking out of two of the spokes, which was annoying. And I literally would have to pump up the tire every five minutes. Yes. Like I pumped it up. We did oh, a mile. Yeah, we did the practice like loop. We didn't even do the whole Slick Rock Trail, no. which is really awesome. And next time we go, I really think we should do it again because I, it was fun. It's a lot of work going uphill, but yeah. it's it's super fun going through the downhill I parts. and around. I had fun. I should have died. <laughs> I was super worried about you. When we went to that overlook and there was a tight turn you had to make going downhill on like off camber and it just kind of sloped off into a cliff. Yeah. Like hundreds of feet down. Yeah. Uh, I really wanted you to walk it, but you didn't. <laughs> I was so nervous. And the tire was like folding under me. Yeah. And yeah, it was sketchy, dude. It was a nightmare. I'd rather have to... a flat rear tire for sure. We were like, okay, how long do we think we can make it before Ian's tire goes flat? <laughs> Not long. It wasn't long, yeah. I inflated it like four times. Yeah. A little stupid little hand pump. So we got to do that again. Mm. We will. It was fun. So after that nightmare, we went and took a dip in the creek. Yeah, that was nice. Super nice. Because it was pretty warm mm-hmm. at that point. Um, Before heading to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that night we headed into Ridgeway mm-hmm. where... Um, our friend lives, and he was kind enough to let us stay with him for a while. Yeah. So what do they call it? Mooch talking? Nope, I don't know. I haven't heard that term. I think that's it. Or there's another one. It's uh, fuck, it's like some van life thing where you just live on people's couch. Oh. It's like trust fund couch something. There's like a name for it. Okay. <sighs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah. So we went there, which was. Super nice. Yeah. Uh, I really like Colorado. I would it's definitely consider moving amazing. there. amazing. So Ridgeway is like just outside of Uray. Yeah. And Telluride's right there. It's like mm-hmm. a really beautiful part of Colorado. And yeah. it's only a couple hours from Moab. So we didn't have That's to go like super hours, far. Yeah. Which is great. It'd be so nice to have Moab in your backyard. Yeah. Um, what do we do the next day? Uh, we, uh, so M- Matt went outside and... He has a lot of vehicles that he works on, and um, oh, he knows right. every oil stain in yeah. his driveway and identified a new one. Yes. <laughs> he was like, I know all the oil stains on the street because I put them all there, <laughs> and that's not mine. And then I looked at the Tundra, and there's just fucking oil everywhere, like mm-hmm. an explosion of oil. And I was like, what the hell? So we started looking at it. And the battery tray had rubbed a hole in the valve cover. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I had to double check the instructions because I was like, did I just fuck this up? But Mm -hmm. in the instructions, it says the battery tray is supposed to have a quarter inch clearance between the motor. I remember when we were installing it. Yeah. You looked at that. You're like, this is really close. And then you looked at the instructions. You're like, oh, 
Okay. I figured they must have done some research or something, mm-hmm. but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So I had to like push it way into the headlight housing and dremel out the holes and move it way over. And it's still not right. And now it wobbles mm-hmm. like crazy. Um, so that is annoying. It is a nice setup though. Cause you get two group 25 odyssey batteries and then it has like all the wiring integrated and it's a good setup, but I don't think it's for people that actually off road. I think it's for like cars and coffee meetups to be like, right. Oh, I have two batteries. Mm-hmm. But also we bring two batteries because then we can run the welder off it. Cause you mm-hmm. have to have 24 volts to run the welder. Yep. We bring the welder everywhere. So, yep. which is the most important trail tool you can have. We probably have used it every single time we've gone out, not necessarily on our yeah. vehicle, but mostly on other people's yeah. vehicles. Except this time. Um, except for this time. But you, we did have to take welds. The yeah. Valve we had to, so <laughs> yeah, we were like, crap, we wanted to do the Alpine loop that day. So we wake up, we woke up kind of early for it. And I was like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? But then I was like, you know what? I can have the valve cover off in 30 minutes. It's like 14 bolts, eight electrical connections. There's just like a couple cam sensors, coils and stuff like that. Yeah. Just unplug so just some things, unbolt. Pulled it off. Thankfully it happened in Matt's house. And we went up to his yeah. buddy's shop where his TIG welder is. And then just TIG welded it up, put a little plate over it, put it back in, dremeled the holes, move the battery thing over. So if you put a Genesis off-road dual battery mount in your vehicle, like Dremel into the headlight housing to push it over far yeah, enough. Yeah, push it over, yeah. away from the valve cover. Yeah, because it broke in like two days. Oh, yeah. And it, it, yeah. Like I double, triple checked. It was installed the way they wanted it. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they're just not actually wheeling with them. Not the way we do. No, yeah, definitely. I don't think a lot of... Yeah, I think people have different <laughs> ideas of what off-roading you is. Know, I would say I was going to say off-roading is very broad. Yeah. Uh, and I think that um, other people's idea of it isn't the same as ours. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not a very good driver. <laughs> so there you go. That's all the caveats. But in true Wheel Every Weekend fashion, we got it buttoned up, put back together, and went wheeling. Yep. So that was good. And then we did some pass. I think we did engineer pass that day. Uh, Yes. Which is beautiful too. Do you remember when we first got to the trail and we were about to start and that that guy was coming down the trail? Was he in a... Oh, there's this dude in a stock Tacoma. This fucking like old dude. (laughs) (laughs) He must be like a burnout or something. But there was like a rock in the middle of the trail that he could have just driven around. It wasn't in his way at all. Like the trail also wasn't very big. No, the trails are roads. And we're like waiting to go past him. And he like gets out, looks at it. He's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then he pushes it over. So it's like directly in his path. And then he like runs right into it. And, and we were telling him, no. Stopped. Yeah, I was like, no, other way. I was like pointing and I was like, dude, if you turn your wheel like 10 degrees, either direction, you will miss this rock. And nope, railed right into it. So, and then the next guy who came down was like, you're going to bring a Tundra up this? Oh my God. And I was like, I don't he know. Was, he Am was I? in a Jeep and yeah. he like stopped us and he was like, where are you going? And yeah. Like engineers. And he's like, you're going to take that up there? Yeah. It's kind of big. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, dude, am I, like, making a huge mistake right now? And Matt, like, <laughs> super loud. He's like this short Australian man was just, like, 
fucking jeepers <laughs> like right in his face i was like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> he's so over it yeah he hates tourists i mean he lives there yeah so. he's lived there for mm-hmm. like a decade so it's his so funny hatred of tourists is at an all-time high which is kind of how i get around here so i get it oh my god he is you during the super bloom oh uh, yeah i don't do good in our desert yeah super bloom isn't even that good kind of sucks I mean, it's cool for out there. Yeah, it's just like you have to lower your standards for around here (laughs) a lot. But yeah, so I was like, I was kind of freaked out at first. I was like, I don't know. Am I? Am I going to be like right on the edge of cliffs and stuff? Yeah. And the answer is no. No. Absolutely not. They are just normal roads. This is our first, like we call it, soft roading trip. Yeah. In a vehicle that is not built on like... 40s and all the travel and tons and straight axle and all that. Yeah. And even like, I mean, we haven't been off-roading in a long time, but I still go to the desert a lot and do like tuning and stuff. But even all that, I've never even had a truck that only has 10 Mm -hmm. inches of travel in the front. Like, I don't know what it's like. Yeah. I don't wheel IFS ever anymore. Mm -hmm. Although I will say the Tundra IFS is incredibly robust in comparison to Tacoma. Oh, yeah. It's super strong. Even just like when I was putting the coilovers in, I was like, dang, these ball joints are big. Yeah. I was like, these CVs are way bigger. Yeah, yeah. And everything. It's totally different. And I also looked at the steering rack, too, because everybody snaps their steering rack Mm -hmm. in half, and then you're just like dead in the water. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this thing's pretty big, too. This might be okay. Um, And it was. Yeah, it totally was. Yeah, and I sent it a couple times. You sure did. (laughs) Yeah, the look on people's faces. It's we were going so like funny. up engineer and I like, I was getting kind of frustrated because people drive very slow on those roads and like mm-hmm. side by sides and stuff. And, uh, you don't have to. Yeah. All the people who are telling you your truck's too big or whatever. Yeah. They were in my way. Yeah. The whole time. It, oh, not to mention right behind us was the stock Xterra. Yeah, that was totally fine. <laughs> Our friend. And no one said anything about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Whereas like I'm on like 35s, bypasses all four corners. It's a but the thing is is it doesn't look like it. No, yeah. So we, we don't have like the upgraded bumpers and the whole yeah. look or whatever. So it's a total sleeper. And it's got like the terrible looking chrome grill from that era. Oh, God, it's it so ugly. ugly, dude. And the terrible looking <laughs> chrome bumpers though, which kind of make me laugh, honestly. I, I know, like you like it. Yeah, it's funny. It's like exactly what I like in a truck. <laughs> it's a complete sleeper. Um, we have a plumber shell. I Actually, at this point, we did we take We had to sh- take it off, yeah, because yeah, we almost lost the plumber shell because I was... Um, Sending it a little too hard. Yeah, I was hitting some like kind of whooped out rock sections at freeway speeds and the plumber shell almost came off. So we were going to like glue it back on and we just took it off and then didn't For have this. time to put it back on. So. Yeah, yeah. But we were staying out of house, so I wasn't going to like pretend like we're sleeping out of the truck. <laughs> exactly. Know, I mean, like right. you're, you're in a guest bedroom. Right, right. Yeah, sleeping yeah. with Matt's dog. <laughs> this um, dog, yeah. So it wasn't, yeah, it was fine. It was comfortable. Totally, yeah. yeah. Super it's nice. the way to do it. Yeah. But Engineer Pass is beautiful, though. It is. Super pretty, it and the awesome. fall colors were popping, and the alpine yeah. area was super nice. What was the elevation at the top there? It's like 12,000-something, yeah. maybe. Close to 13, I thought. I don't know. I have zero idea. We were at Odom Point. Oh, yeah. That's right. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be anything. 
so we did we didn't do the full alpine loop, but we did part of it. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but it's nice. It is mm-hmm. definitely worth doing. Yeah. As a caveat, you like you have to do it. Yeah, um, if you're there, it's insanely pretty. But you can just bring a stock truck. And like, I think at one point we met a guy who does tours on Black Bear Pass in a Ram 2500. <laughs> and I was like, oh, overlanders are the reason why people think you can't take trucks on this. Yep. yep. Yeah. So there you go. Like all the tour companies are like full size trucks. Yeah. And it's fine. The road is totally very fine. wide. Yeah. We have been on much worse. Yes. Shelf roads mm-hmm. and stuff. They're mm-hmm. like actual cliffs. Yeah. Not like these two. They aren't like actually cliffs for the most part. Pretty. Yeah. There's like a gradual Low. slope yeah. down or there's like trees that would catch you or stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't do black bear cause it didn't end up. It just isn't on. It wasn't on the way to stuff. And I wasn't going to like do it just to do it after that. Yeah. After I found out that the tour companies. Just have, mm-hmm. like, full-size trucks right? that run up it. Yeah, and another guy has, like, a Dodge Ram. And he was like, yeah, I drove it, like, six times one day because <laughs> I had to, like, fix a guy's truck at the top who was broken. And he's like, and it was totally fine. So, yep. whatever. I bet it's pretty. Um, and then we went down and through Last Dollar Pass. No, no, no. We didn't do Last Dollar Pass on this one. Uh-oh, we did that okay. after um, coming from Telluride, remember? Yeah. We so this time we did. Pass, oh, oh, is that the, the street that yeah, they live on? Yeah. <laughs> Remember? So we went to visit our friend's cabin, uh, which is not really a cabin. It's beautiful. Uh, it's a freaking nice ass house. Yeah, it's on like 40 acres in the middle mm-hmm. of the woods, like down a dirt road. And then uh, on our way out, we oh. ran into a convoy of overlanders that was like aired down with full light bars on. Like yeah. blinding all oncoming traffic. And that's the road like our friends use to get groceries. Right. <laughs> like that's how they get into town. Yeah, it's like, so, it's just, uh, it's a flat road. Yeah. Y'all need to calm down. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> turn your light bars off. Also those yellow fog lights should be illegal. It's Especially, bad. Like they are blinding, dude. People love to just turn them on as soon as they hit dirt. It's or so weird. They just run them during the day. Yeah. They just yeah. have their yellow lights yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they're only DOT rated if they're pointed down the way fog lights are supposed to be. Right. But instead, they're like pointed directly at your oh eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't have any of that. It's so dangerous, too. Yeah. Because when you're blinding other motorists, you're just going to get hit by them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like those guys with the light bars, I almost drove into them. I know. Because it's like kind of, you know, if you just had your low beams on, I'd be able to see the whole road. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm absolutely blinded. By you guys running 20 PSI (laughs) on our friend's driveway. (laughs) So I can't imagine dealing with that every day. That would set me over the edge. I know. That would really do me in. Uh, The next day we did Imogene. Yeah, which is also gorgeous. Totally worth it. The colors were amazing. So we were in Colorado for peak fall colors yeah it was awesome mm-hmm. we were leaf peeping that's what they call it that's what they call it yeah i'm a total leaf peeper yeah you are <laughs> i do think you're right though they should probably call it leaf looking because at lookers, least that's, that's what uh, i was what do they call it alliteration yeah i was mm-hmm. gonna say aneurysm but that's not right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh, that was super dope imaging pass definitely worth it and then we dropped down into telluride yeah which is cool telluride is a crazy town because oh. 
the like millionaires are complaining about it getting gentrified because the billionaires are pushing out the millionaires. They're like, that's normal. They're like, you know, my net worth's only 80 million. Mm -hmm. I can't even afford a place here. Like literally a condo there is four or five million dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the condos aren't that nice. My friend, our friend was like, oh yeah, when we, when we drove in, it was like, kind of rush hour school was getting out and we like went to we met up at the gondola Mm -hmm. and we took the gondola and her friend was like oh yeah did you see all the kids with the with the lacrosse sticks and we thought he was joking but when we left i literally saw all those kids with with lacrosse sticks yeah my school there was no lacrosse i didn't even know what that was until i got to college i thought lacrosse was like an insult that you would say about people (laughs) like okay what are you the fucking lacrosse team captain (laughs) um but no some people play lacrosse. It's kind of an intense sport too. It's like really? you, yeah, you're like hitting each other with sticks and stuff. No, I don't think that's I don't think that's what those are for, Ian. <laughs> I don't know how you play lacrosse. <laughs> Can I just say that? <laughs> I'll admit it. Uh, but we took the gondola up to like the ski area, I guess, all the way to the top yeah. and visited. Um, we went into the village. Their there. friends who work at uh, Telluride Brewing, which has yeah good beer, good food. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And then, um, then we took last dollar pass the, the whole way back to our All friend's the way, house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like nice and overcast, and we got to see the Telluride Airport, which ends oh, in a cliff, which is crazy. That is a crazy landing strip. Yeah, it like literally ends with a sheer drop off, and like as soon as you take off, you're at twelve thousand feet. Yeah. So a lot of times you like take off and then immediately have to descend. <laughs> so I don't know. That was nuts. Yeah, and then we stayed with them a little bit. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, came back down to Ridgeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, we actually fixed your bike tire. Yeah, we pulled it apart, and I saw there was one spot where the tape didn't adhere right. So we pulled all the tape off, mm-hmm. cleaned clean it, it, redid the tape, blah, 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 put more muck in, put the tire foam stuff in. Put, put it all back tire together. In. Our tire, that tire too, was leaking out of the sidewall a ton when I first right. put it on. I think because I had to ride it flat out of Slick Rock. I, and yeah. even with the armor, I don't like, they say you can ride out with just the armor, but I think they mean like on a dirt road. I don't think they mean like on Slick, Slick Rock. Rock. Yeah. That's true. That's so, a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So I probably kind of ruined it. And now my tire holds air for like a day or two. Yeah. Which I'm hoping. There. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the next month or two, it'll get to the point where it holds it for like a week or two. Maybe. I doubt it, <laughs> but whatever. But considering, I don't know what's worse at this point. I mean, you did go through a lot of tubes. Dude, but. I went through like a dozen <laughs> tubes. I'd rather have this. Well, now that it's fixed. Yeah. yeah so now you, that so it's you fixed. did pretty much fix it. Yeah. And then we much. did go for a ride. As much as I ever fix anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meaning it. You still have to fix it every right, couple right. <laughs> That was pretty much how I do stuff. Uh, so we we did go for a small ride through Ridgeway down to that boot hill. Oh, that's cool. There's like a little, just a super easy little area. Yeah. Um, oh, but there's a little cactus everywhere. Yeah, surprisingly, that? like, because uh, I didn't realize this, but Colorado is a lot of desert. And it's yeah, like so high, high desert. desert. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of cactus everywhere. And oh, landmines. Land, yeah, the landscape's super weird, but all the trails out there are so nice. They're so much better than the trails oh, here. Oh, man. Because they're like actually made by people 
like professional trail builders who yeah. sit down and look and they like design them. Whereas right. our trails are like straight up, straight down, straight up, straight down. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it was really nice. Although we were dying still. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mountain biking at elevation is rough, man. We're only at like maybe 7,000 feet too. And we live mm-hmm. at almost 5,000. So I think also we're just out of shape. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Too. <laughs> Although we mountain bike yesterday. Oh yeah, after doing all this, coming back here and yeah. mountain biking our trail. I think mountain biked at maybe six thousand feet. Yeah. And I was good, dude. That was good to go. I felt pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little hungover. Uh, no. <laughs> that was okay. Hmm. This is my life, Ian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, after we biked Boot Hill, we came back to our friend's place and we, uh, live streamed the, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this one way or another. I've always called him Tyler Childers, but I was corrected several times. Tyler Childers. Either way, Mm -hmm. we really like him. And he was performing live at the Red Rocks in Colorado and our friend wanted to listen to him. So we live streamed at her house, which was pretty fun, but I did drink a lot of whiskey. Yeah. Period. <laughs> That's the end of that? Okay. Mm-hmm. What did we do the next day, babe? <laughs> hmm? uh, we didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, it did hit me later. The next day we wanted to go into the big city of Montrose uh, and kind of do a re-up, go get all the uh, – well, we wanted to uh, refill the CO2 uh, tank. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You're gonna okay. let me finish this. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm gonna let you struggle. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we couldn't though. Do you remember this? Yeah. Because we went to the air gas in Montrose, and it said close for lunch. So where do we go? We went to the grocery store. It's not important. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> came back. And the sign still said closed for lunch, but there were people outside. So we were like, all right, let's just go in and see. And the guy, apparently his son got COVID. And so he had to close down because apparently only one person works at this air gas. And also he came out personally to tell us with like a loose mask on. <laughs> yeah, it was like only strapped at the top. I've been exposed to COVID, so I got to close my store and they I can't talk me. to customers. Yeah, he was like, dang it. And I was like... I'm like, bro, back up. <laughs> <laughs> you stand like right outside the fucking window, bro. <laughs> he like, came out to our vehicle to tell us this. And he did not exactly look like a man that washed his hands frequently. <laughs> I would just say that much. <laughs> uh, long story short, he was like, well, maybe there'll be somebody here tomorrow. He's like, but they got to like disinfect it and do all this stuff. And I was yeah. like, okay, I just, it seems like mm-hmm. there should be more than one employee. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a, it was a very like, large air gas. Very least a backup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, they can't call someone in from another town. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because they have to sterilize everything. Probably, and that's the, yeah. Because mm-hmm. his son got the couve. Mm-hmm. He kept saying, even though I'm fine. Yeah. Whatever. We couldn't fill up the CO2 tank. Uh, I, long story short, I was very hungover for this. It finally hit me. We had some Thai food. Gross. It was not good. No, dude. Maybe just stick to normal food on our what trips. Do you mean normal. I don't know. Like, 
The Thai food was weird, dude. My noodles kind of tasted like pee. <laughs> and then <laughs> yours were like burnt. Yeah. I had we got a... like Radna and Pad Siu, which is like typical. Like if you're a white person and you go to Thai food, like that's what you order. Radna, Pad Siu. Or, or Pad Thai. Or Pad Thai. Those are the three things you get as a white person. And yeah, like mine. Yeah. It, yours did taste like bathroom. It smelled like pee too. <laughs> like very strongly like pee. Like I don't know if they peed on it or I don't know. We also got an oil change. So yeah. I'm moving on. <laughs> it's grossing me out. Yeah, because, uh, uh, I mean, we smashed a hole in the valve cover. My mm-hmm. guess was there's a bunch of aluminum shavings in the pan still. And then also it was just getting, like, tons of dirt in it the whole time. Uh, yeah, and Ian is thoughtful because he works in this industry. And so we went to the car wash, too, before that and actually, like, sprayed yes. it down. And, and I take note, people. I know. <laughs> and I spent probably a half hour spraying all the mud from underneath the vehicle. And then mm-hmm. I gave it appropriate time to dry before mm-hmm. I brought it into a service bay. Mm-hmm. So that they did not get flakes of mud in their eyes or have to deal with that when yep. doing the oil change. Yep, exactly. So there you go. Do you remember when they finished the oil change and they were like, okay, you're ready to come out, but... Come forward. I think we might have spilled oil on your skid plate. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to hose it off. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, that's probably you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you guys fucking, you got oil on my skid plate? Fucking <laughs> 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 amateurs. <laughs> like, there's some on the front of the motor, too. You might, no, really. That's probably you guys. <laughs> you, Jesus, it's everywhere. <laughs> Why do you guys do this for a living? <laughs> God. Um, yeah, and then I, he had, like, this puzzled look on his face, and he was like, okay, it's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, he probably looked close and was like, there's a lot of food <laughs> Everywhere. Spewing out the valve cover. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You win some, you don't win some. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so basically that day was a re-up day. And- yeah. <clears throat> um... The next day was actually really cool and something we didn't expect to do on this trip, but we did the Via Ferrata. Which it's like, uh, so I think the Via Ferrata is like a World War II thing where like we were like fighting the Nazis and they didn't think we could get through something. And then we got like, they did some like mountaineering through a canyon or something. I want to say maybe it was the 10th Mountain Division. I should probably know about this. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. I don't want to mention it because I don't actually know it. But it could also have been <laughs> 82nd or 101st or, I mean, like, who knows. But, yeah, so there's a bunch of things that are named Via Ferrata all over the place. Right, like right. One you can tell you ride, one blah, blah, blah. But it's cool because it's like it's, this yeah. rock cliff face canyon mm-hmm. that they've, like, sunk a bunch of like anchors and rope and stuff into so you like clip into the rope and you're like climbing on the cliff for like uh, an hour or two through the canyon through the canyon and it's like super pretty and it's beautiful it's usually very popular yeah but we went it was like during the week i think yeah and we were supposed to get rain so we're trying to get there before the rain started dude and that thing is slippery in the rain i was glad i had that harness on but my harness Had like tears in it. Also, it's a medium. And you guys have met me in person. I'm not quite a medium. I'm a little bit bigger. Just didn't a quite little fit. bit bigger. Than and there the were like two of the straps on the harness were like torn in half. So when the person like checks you for it, I had to like 
have my hand over the part it was torn. It's like, I mean, I don't want to live forever. I mean, I didn't, I'm glad I didn't know that going into this. I, I really didn't. Um, also, we weren't planning on doing anything like this. So mm-hmm. we just had our boots. Like we didn't have shoes that are good for this. That's super grippy. We didn't have gloves. Matt gave me his gloves. I was the one. I was the only one that had gloves. Matt's 1964 Comet. Yeah, that's LS swapped, um, which is pretty dope. He's Mm -hmm. LS swaps world. He has like three LSs in his garage. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool. Yeah, the thing's super dope. Uh, yeah, so we did that, and then towards the end, it started raining on us, and yeah. that was a little sketchy. There's, but... like, this wire bridge that you have to cross where you're probably, like, 100 feet in the air. And uh, I've seen you get stuck on top of ladders, so I was very impressed by you. Okay. Um, I didn't tell you this, but... So I talked to myself a lot while this was happening, because I was <laughs> trying to... an expert. That's <laughs> what I always say. And you were, like, far ahead, so, like, you can hear me, and I was yeah. like, okay, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. <laughs> so sometimes I was saying to myself, and I like named my two like hook things, Thelma and Louise. And I was like, okay, Thelma goes on, then Louise. And I had to like totally distract myself so I wouldn't freak the fuck out. Yeah, I could tell you were freaked out because in the beginning we had like just explained to you what to do and to like tell the ranger that you'd already done it. And you're like clipping one and then the other and you like immediately didn't do I it. I immediately <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. You guys, I do not lie well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, dude. You don't. And then, uh, I was like, what? I have to do what? And he told us this, like, right before, too. Yeah. And I'm, like, panicking on the inside, like, <laughs> I, I don't know how to lie to this woman. And she was like, don't, if, don't be on, like, the same rope section as the next guy. So you immediately, like, do the clips wrong on the same rope section as me. <laughs> because you guys went first, and I was like, I'm gonna miss. I didn't see how they did it. I gotta, like, hurry up and catch up. <laughs> yeah. But it was fine. We didn't even die. No, 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 no. It fun, was totally actually. fine. It yeah. was super fun. Yeah, I would do that again for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I love that stuff. Like the unexpected things that you do on vacation. Yeah. You know? We do like kind of different vacations though. Like ours are a little more stressful and physical <laughs> than other people's. Like I always come back and I'm like, dude, I need a break. I know. Every time. Like, I just need to sit here mm-hmm. for a bit and like. Watch some TV or something. Which is why I was glad that we came back and had a weekend to yeah. kind of like relax. Yeah, but even then we were. My sister was here and we were still like doing enough. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then today I was dragging. Really? Yeah. I only got like. <gasps> I only really wanted to get the shop ready to work in tomorrow because I walked into the shop and there's just a pool of hydraulic oil and Curtis's truck is just sitting on the floor and I did not leave it on the floor. What? Yeah. I left it like six feet in the air. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Are you sure? Yeah. That's fucking scary. You can't use that. What? Oh, my God. I got two gallons of hydraulic oil stop leak on Amazon today. (laughs) It's in the name. It literally stops leaks. All right. Well, just just use the... Use the jack stands. The tall jack stands... Those are worse because then if it lowers and it's only supported by two of the tall jack stands, it'll flip. Use four. I don't know. Get two more. What? Get something. Now you're making me nervous. I have pipe stands. We don't have life insurance on you. Oh, fuck that. Here it comes out. (laughs) It's the life insurance. 
Why don't you have life insurance on me? That's a huge fuck up. Hey, well, on your we end. did, and then I quit my job. So why did you quit your job? That was stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a string of bad decisions on your part. Yeah, starting seven years ago. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> You're so old, dude. Did you okay. write the declaration? I think we're only we're not even like halfway through this trip. Really? Yeah, I'm halfway through you dealing with you. No. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I fucking got her. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so this is when we took a break from Colorado. Yeah, and we were like, you know what? We were going to go other places, and we haven't. We've just been stuck in Colorado, and Colorado's great, but what if other places are great? Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're going to go to Yellowstone. Because people always say, you got to go to Yellowstone. That's what they say. That's what they say. Everybody's heard them. So we drive to Wyoming the next day. We stay at. Uh, um, we drove through Flaming Gorge. Yeah, we stay in was, Flaming Gorge in Wyoming. Is that where we camped? I don't know, dude. Who knows? Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. We did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is nice. I forgot about There's... Flaming George. Gorge. Gorge. Uh... <laughs> you forgot about Flaming George. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very memorable homosexual man. <laughs> um, yeah, you're just like letting go of being the PC. Fuck. God <laughs> damn it. guy here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, anyway, it's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's really cool. South end of Wyoming, like right on the border. You still got some fall colors. Yeah, soup. Soup's nice. Really cool um, terrain. Uh, we camped at that beautiful spot. We saw sunset and, we, and we're we like the elk. only ones yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, well, no one lives in Wyoming, so that's probably why. And... Uh, so we're camping again now. We camped yes. in Moab and now we camped here. Moab, yeah. we couldn't have campfires, but, mm-hmm. um, after that we were at places where there wasn't a Dude, fire in, ban. in Wyoming, they were just like restrictions. South Wyoming, which is like 500 miles. <laughs> and it was just like none. There are none. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> there's nothing. There's like, there's eight people there. <laughs> so that site probably gets zero traffic. We're probably the only mm-hmm. person to have looked at it that year. Yeah. And then we drive through Wyoming. Right. To go to Teton National Park. And there is a a lot of nothing. It's like six hours you drive and you're just like, there's not a goddamn thing. The actual Tetons are very impressive. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to like all of a sudden come up on these mountains that are giants, you know? Yeah. And and there are places that we probably, if we had planned a little better and had more time, we could have camped and... Like been like right next to the Tetons, and that was probably cool. Yeah, the we Overlanders to... have that spot. They're like, I there's know. like a ridge that's like right off the freeway. Yeah, and you like crop it out in your photos, so mm-hmm. you have the Tetons in the background. But we did see antelope for the yep. very first time. We saw a grip of them too, mm-hmm. like a bunch of antelope, aka pronghorns. Yes, pronghorn mm-hmm. deer. Something like that. Something, yeah. I guess they're not real <laughs> antelope. Apparently, antelope are only in Africa. No, 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 no. What? No. Remember, I told you there's something about the antlers. There's like antlers versus horns, and antlers are things that can be shed, hmm. which the deer here do, and then horns are are things that don't get shed. And there's something about the antelope that's like a hybrid between deer and antelope. <sighs> also, it's the same story as I'm going to get into this scene. It's the same story as the bison. Right? People call them buffalo. They're not buffalo. Like buffalo are in Africa. They're bison here. Water buffalo in Africa. I wish I was in Africa. Brittany was a zookeeper before. 
<laughs> yes, but we didn't have antelope or bison. This is not where I learned this from. I learned this from Google. Oh. <laughs> As all great zookeepers do, I assume. Mm-hmm. I also spent a lot of time in Africa. Yeah, that's true. Brittany mm-hmm. was in South Africa for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for an exchange thing there. And then I went back for another few months. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So th- there you go. The more you know about antelope and, and bison. Uh, so that was really cool. We mm-hmm. actually ended up seeing a lot of them. I was really hoping we could maybe see one or two, but they're everywhere. Yeah, there's like herds of them. Yeah. They're just like eating people's crops. Yeah, they're just like in farms. <laughs> yeah, like in the middle of them. You never know if they're wild or not. I was also hoping in Wyoming to see wild horses. And I don't know if we saw them because they yeah, look like to tell. normal horses. They look like normal horses. You're just like, are they, is that like people's horses or do you think, it's hard to tell. Is it, yeah, Could yeah. Be anything. <laughs> uh, what else did we see out there? Just, I don't know. Yeah. Like lots of hawks and stuff. Peregrine falcons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Um. Did we go into no 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 we didn't get to Yellowstone yet. We, no, went, we went up into the dirt Tetons. road and we camped outside of the Tetons. Yeah, that's the way you gotta do it. You know, because we don't have our shit together enough to get like permits and stuff. Ahead so of time, yeah. No, 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 no. We don't do any of that. We don't plan really. No, no, no. no we just do. <laughs> um, and we don't even do that sometimes. <laughs> honestly. So yeah, I found this dirt road and then we went outside of Teton National Park to the state park next to it where there are no rules. And then we can't, we had like a lake all to ourselves and you could gather mm-hmm. firewood and we had a mm-hmm. fire and it was beautiful. It was. Super nice. Got kind of cold that night, mm-hmm. but the old plumber shell <laughs> kept us nice and warm. You know what else we had for camping food? Ooh, dry aged mm-hmm. ribeye. The fucking the grocery stores in like northern Colorado have all this dry aged meat, and it's pricey, it's dude. But delicious. it was fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. It's like fourteen day dry aged ribeye, yeah, which is probably the fanciest thing we've mm-hmm. ever cooked off yeah. road, mm-hmm. and it, it was good. Yeah, easy to cook and delicious. Yeah, ribeye is great too because you like pretty much don't need oil or butter or anything because there's so much fat in it that it just like makes it for itself. Mm. Um. In fact, sometimes I see people put like a stick of butter in and then make ribeye in it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So unnecessary. It's so fat. Like, is what? <laughs> that and then uh, mac and cheese. Good yeah, old camping food. Yeah. yeah. The mac and cheese we get, though, is like the cheese is in like a space yeah, program it's bag. It's the You don't have to add cheese. butter yeah. and milk mm-hmm. to it. So like you literally just boil water and then you like squeeze the cheese out of a bag yeah. into it and then eat it. And it's ideal for camping because... It's easy. Yeah, and you don't need to have anything else for mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and we have that. Delicious. Uh, yeah, so that was October 3rd. Yep. And uh, that was super cool. That we woke up pretty early mm-hmm. and we headed into. Sorry, before, before that, do you remember all the grouse we saw? Oh, we saw a ton of grouse. Yeah, and they were like kind of puffing at me. Yeah, I didn't the realize they do that. I went grouse hunting once in upstate New York when I was in the army. And um, we just got drunk and like shot at trees. <laughs> if we didn't see a single grouse, uh, man, hunting, dude, that is 
What a nightmare. Exhausting. Jesus. I we met didn't these guys who yeah. went bow hunting and they were just backpacked in for two weeks and would wake up at like 4 a.m., go and walk around with their bows mm-hmm. and try and get something, and none of them got anything. And then I even think that's if, usually the story, too. Even if they did, they would have to pack out an elk for like 10 or 15 miles. How big is an up elk? Up and down hills. Like at 500 least five pounds? pounds. <laughs> More than five. <laughs> okay. For sure. Dude, they're big. They're huge. They're like two or three deer. And then, okay, so like we were in Colorado like between seasons. So there was bow hunting season and then there's rifle yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, Bow hunting, you have to get like real close. Mm-hmm. So you have to like stalk them. Yeah. And you have to be there long enough to smell like the mm-hmm. area. It's it's intense. It's a lot of work, dude. Yeah. The way to go is know people who do it <laughs> and then get the meat from them. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Cause wow, mm-hmm. two weeks just yeah. out there backpack bow hunting. <laughs> It's pretty rough, and it was like Wait, raining the whole time. So you were hunting like ground birds with guns. Yeah, <laughs> I was fucking plastered. <laughs> the safest thing you could have been in that forest was a ground bird. So I wasn't gonna hit shit. <laughs> I might have Dick Cheney to do, but that's about it. <laughs> oh my god. You were better anyway. off being a bird than you were, like, wearing orange. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's pretty much what I pictured. Yeah, dude, it wasn't good. Uh, but grouse are cool. I hadn't seen one before this trip, so I don't I don't think Me they're either. native here. I think you have to go that way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then we made our way to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, is cool. We saw Old Faithful and a bunch of the other geysers. We saw Old Faithful with bison, like, just yeah. chilling right the next thing to it. they don't show you about Old Faithful is that it's packed with tourists. Oh, There's the four people. layers of bleachers probably like a hundred yards long it's like an amphitheater it is and there's it's standing room only because the bleachers are packed full of people and i was like this is kind of gross like i don't like being around this many people and there's like eight gift shops at old faithful it's there's so many buildings there's a cafeteria we didn't know which way to go People had, like, funnel cake. It was like a carnival. Dude, it was nuts. I've never mm-hmm. seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the peak time. There were no, so many parking spots. We purposely did this yeah. to try to get there when there wouldn't be a lot of people. Yeah, it was, like, during the week. And there's still a lot of people. Packed. And, mm-hmm. uh... Yeah. I mean, the geysers are cool. The, like, hot springs that they have out there, there are lots of colors. They are really cool. Oh, by the way, you can just... Walk right onto a geyser. They don't have any guardrails or anything. Yeah, and some of those pools are so hot, they're, like, not boiling. You could freaking die. Yeah, some of them are, like, several hundred degrees. And, not, yeah, just I nothing. never There's, fly in California. No, absolutely. That's some shit that can only happen in another state. Here, there would be guardrails, 24-7 security. Mm-hmm. And then if you got it, like, splashed on you, you would still be able to sue them. Right, yeah. You'd have also have to, like, sign your life away. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was cool, but I mean, it's good to do it and see it, but. Probably not worth the drive, though. 
There's better stuff closer. If you're, if you're there already. Yeah. And then we were like, man, should we go out like the north side of the park into Wyoming? Or should we just like kind of make our way back? Because honestly, we like in comparison to Colorado, we weren't very impressed. Yeah. So we went out. The east um, side. The east side. So we did like 10 minutes in Montana. We just went out Jackson Hole. Do you remember that place? I think we went in that way. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, there were a lot of people there, too. There were. That's another tourist town, dude. We were driving into Jackson Hole, and there is probably, like, a line two blocks long for a burger place in, like, downtown. And it was, yeah. like, a downtown downtown. I know. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Uh, I read something about, like, the top five cities that, like, rich people are moving to, and that was one of them. Mm. That, uh, I think, Salt Lake, mm. um, or maybe Park Salt City. Lake. Oh, Park City, yeah. Uh, Tahoe. To hang out with Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised by Tahoe. I would think they'd want to live across the uh, state line. Well, California. Tahoe is both. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you can live in Tahoe. Yeah, that's right. In that's Nevada, like your that's uncle. where. Yeah. yeah. They sold that place, though. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Um, um, anyway, we, we were barely in Montana. Yeah, we were there for like 10 minutes, bunch of forest. That's it. We had, that's where we had our charcuterie, though. Yes, we did have charcuterie, <laughs> yeah. And then we uh, went to Idaho, yeah. and we went to the sand dunes in Idaho, which were pretty cool. So the really <laughs> cool thing about Idaho is that we were driving through really beautiful farmland. Uh-huh. And you had all the fall colors. You had rivers and creeks running through all the towns. It's beautiful. And then all of a sudden, there's like volcanic rock in the mix of this. And then suddenly you hit sand dunes. Yeah, there's and like the, a giant sand dune. And the sand dunes have like aspens growing out of it. It's freaking yeah, crazy. Fall colors and volcanic rock. Mm-hmm. I guess it's all from that Yellowstone volcano probably. Which apparently <laughs> if it blows, dude, it's supposed to like kill us all or something. Yeah, it's supposed That's to wipe I, out a lot of us. Yeah, I listened to this thing about it. Might be good. <laughs> um. That was cool. All of the sand dunes there are razorbacks. Yeah, it's there freaking n- scary. No gentle slopes. Every single sand dune is a drop off. Yep. And at that point, I hadn't figured out the fucking secret code you had to do to actually turn traction control off. Mm-hmm. And so the truck was just cutting power when I got to the top of stuff. So I'm like, this does not feel like 420 horsepower <laughs> or whatever. The top it would just like almost die. It was uh, scary. It was sketchy. And we were the only people there. Oh at yeah. All. <laughs> and we had told no one where we <laughs> no were. No one knew where we were. No, no service, nothing. Also, Instagram was down. So yeah. even Instagram didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Where no we one were. knew. Yeah. So that's kind of how we go. Yeah. You did at the time. You were like, this is kind of like our other trips. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, it did kind of bring back You're memories. so broken though. <laughs> Like, literally, we had just TIG welded the valve cover, and I put it back on the truck, and it was like an hour later, and you were like, this truck's so reliable. <laughs> you turned to me and said that. I freaking love the Tundra. I love the Tundra so much. But, it's my favorite truck I've ever owned. And the valve cover, it wasn't the Tundra's fault. It's not the Tundra's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> but yes, I, I do have a skewed perception of yeah. what this is supposed Dude, to be like. Your expectations are rock bottom. <laughs> They're so low. But yeah, we like almost died. Thank God we had our maxi tracks just in case. Those have saved us insane before. But yeah. those stupid Goodyear Ultra trains were good in the sand. I've never Honestly, we had zero problems with those things. Yeah. They're awesome. They're all terrains, dude. They're literally for all the terrains. <laughs> it says you, it on it. 
You have mentioned that before with all trains, and I just like just thought you were fucking around. It really is. Yeah, they were these they ones. Were dope. Yeah, yeah, they're great for everything. They're great for the road, sand, rock, mud, because they're like a little bit more aggressive and they have deeper channels, so they still like you can spin them and get rid of the yeah. mud mm-hmm. in between. Um, so they're pretty sick. Yeah, I would buy those again for sure. Although it's so hard yeah. to be objective about tires because you can never have them like same vehicle, same exact situation. That's same true. throttle, blah blah blah. So you have a bunch of post purchase mm-hmm. rationalization. So it's hard to say. I could just be That's like, true. These are the best. But but for what we did, and we did a lot. Yeah, they were perfect. But you can also look at them and compare them to other things, and you see they're like on the top end. Of all terrains as far as aggressive tread patterns. They have like the deepest voids, the mm-hmm. most voids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're quiet on the road. So that's like the main yeah. concern when you have a more aggressive version of a tire. Yep. And we'll see how long they last. But also, I drove them around a lot at like 18 PSI on the road. Because so I was just like, I'm not going to air them back up. I know, drive 30 miles. Gonna, yeah. But I've also driven home from the desert at 8 PSI before once. It just sucks on gas. But also gas was cheaper back then. <laughs> yeah, I thought gas would be cheaper in the other states too. It was still four dollars a gallon everywhere. It was like three seventy. Uh, it was like three seventy. But then, and that's how much it was here when yeah. we left. And then when we came back to California, it was like all of a sudden like four fifty, four sixty five bucks a gallon. Yeah. So I don't know what happened while we were gone, but it did go up. Dude, some shit, fucking OPEC. Um, yeah. uh, anyway, we survived the dunes barely. But, oh shit, we had to go on that. Uh, rim road or whatever it was. Oh, we drove on like a side by side trail to try and get out of there because we were like kind of lost. And then, yeah, it was like scratching up the paint, ruining the truck. Yeah, that um, ruined it. That ruined it. Yeah, we ruined the truck. <laughs> it was so good before we got it, except that the suspension was completely blown. Uh, we got it. Yes. Yeah. Dude, the shocks didn't have any valving. Like, I have, I shot a before video. Hitting whoops to do a before and after the 8112s. And like, I didn't even do it with the stock suspension. I, I took stock pull offs off a customer's truck because the stock shocks literally had no valving. I kind of wish think it was fair. You did. <laughs> It'd be so, I don't know if my back could handle it. That's true. Yeah. It was so bad. I was already skipping the fucking front end like two feet mm-hmm. off the air, mm-hmm. just humpty dumping it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll post that soon, the comparison. Yeah. I got to do the after video, maybe tomorrow or something. Yeah, I'm thinking tomorrow we can go to the desert and do that. Oh, okay, yeah. Take a little break. We've <laughs> yeah. earned it. Worked two hours today. <laughs> Time for my break. <laughs> uh, so, all right. And then we uh, we went through Salt Lake after that. Um, Across basically Utah again. But we went a Utah. different way than we normally do. We didn't do the yep. 12. And it was freaking beautiful. Yeah, that part's beautiful too. All yeah. Utah is nice. We were Super so nice. like jaw dropped and amazed that we didn't even yeah. like take any photos or videos. Yeah. yeah. Um, super nice. The little mm-hmm. thing is nice. And I will say Salt Lake City, I hate cities, but mm-hmm. it's very spread out it's and it's not easy to navigate bad. and people are friendly. Yep. So and it's, it's like, I see it. Not flat. There's mountains. There's yep. a lake. There's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I would live there if I had to. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. And then we, but pretty much at this point, we were just like, screw it. Let's go back to Colorado. Because yes. Colorado is the best thing we've seen so far. Colorado and Utah. Yeah. And we didn't get a chance to explore Southern Utah on our way in. And we want to make sure we had time to do it on our way out. Right. And it was just like kind of getting close. Right. 
And we had to sign loan documents in Southern Utah too, which pushed our trip, like kind of pushed everything back a little bit. Yeah. It kind of screwed with our trip. But so this is what October 5th. Now we made our way across Utah and going back to Ridgeway, back to Mm -hmm. Matt's place. uh, And on the way we pulled off on some dirt road that we thought was cool. It was Escalante Canyon. Yeah, that was cool. And we saw bighorn sheep there. Yeah, we saw a whole herd of them just, mm-hmm. like, eating some dude's crops. Yeah. I guess a bunch of people have, like, been grandfathered into all these areas. Because, yeah. like, randomly, you're off-roading and there's just farms in the middle of these, like, crazy canyons. And so yeah. there's, like, all this stuff about, like, right to farm and stuff out there. So I think they're really sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, the government would just be like, fuck, no. Mm-hmm. Get like, just leave. Right. You don't get your land. Right. Exactly. So, um, that's cool. Yeah, that was dope. And yeah. I liked Escalante Canyon too. It was pretty nice. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was more deserty. That was. Yeah. It was pretty much Utah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This trip was a interesting reminder that like state borders are arbitrary. Totally arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, if you base them on geography, it would be like Colorado, Utah, and like Sedona would be like one thing because mm-hmm. it's all like the similar red rock. Eastern, Col- I mean, what, sorry, stuff. Western Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. We never went to Eastern Colorado. No, apparently that's just the plains that starts yeah. like Kansas. Yeah. I don't like plains. <laughs> don't like them. Don't like flying. Don't like flat land. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, anyway. Uh, and then we w- made our way back to Ridgeway. Yeah, and then we are going to, like, putt around there for a bit. That was our plan. Because Matt was going to join us on the weekend to go back and do some more stuff in Utah. So when we get to Ridgeway the next day, we did the rat. Yeah, which is the Ridgeway area trails. trails. Super dope. Um, It's like some professionally designed trails. Mountain biking trails, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I've never ridden on trails that were actually, like, professionally designed for mountain biking. Besides maybe Noble Canyon, which is just terrifying. Um, but it's nice because uh, people can still hear you pouring wine, even though you're trying to be quiet trying, about it. I'm trying to be respectful of your story. Jesus, babe, you drank a whole bottle already? It's not done yet. Oh, my God. Um, but it's nice because you'll do, like, even if you do 800 feet of elevation gain, no climb really lasts longer than maybe 20 or 30 seconds. And yeah. it's, like, swoopy. So it's, like, up and down and up and down. And then... yeah. And then they also maximize the downhill parts because you'll go downhill through a canyon. And if it was here, you would just go straight down through the canyon. Right. But with them, you swoop up and down through the canyon. Yeah. So and then you like, have these big berms that you yep. ride up. And it's, yeah. More enjoyable. You have yeah. more time downhill. Maximizes the enjoyment. Um, super right. nice. Yeah. It doesn't kill you on the climb. Yeah. Although I was dying. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you were sucking. So was I. But. I was trying to hide it by waiting for you. Oh, I know. I kept kept saying, you don't have to wait for me. I'll catch up. And he's like, no. It's like, don't fucking get rid of my excuse. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It was really fun. Yeah. So those are cool. Um, Our friend Matt did a bunch of like volunteer days to help build those trails. He's also on the board. So he has true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's on like the, the rat board Mm -hmm. and they're all named after rats. They're pretty funny. Oh, um, I didn't catch that. Yeah, there was like the big cheese and stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're all, it's rat themed. That's cool. You love that stuff. I do. You really do. <laughs> You're trying to hide it. Again. I'm trying to play cool. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, and then after that, you and I hopped in the tundra and we did Owl Creek. 
Yeah, which is like where people go for leaf peeping. And actually, our friend's dad, who we visited at the cabin, has driven his Harley up to the top. Yes. <laughs> he rode his Road King to the top of it, which is hilarious because I saw like a Ford Raptor turn around at a rock section. And then after the rock section at the trailhead, there was like a Honda Civic with one of those giant Thule air like roof rack things. Yep. So that was pretty good. It, it was, was good. It's just funny to think of him with his Road King. I up know. There. I wish I had seen that. Uh, it was quite a mix of people. Do you remember how many earth roamers Fuck, there we were like found? eight earth roamers, yeah. which I guess like I'm always interested in what trails can an earth roamer do that just like an F-350 with a Lance camper cannot. And I don't <laughs> think there are any. There's not. There's no reason. Are scary. To. <laughs> yeah. They're very frightening looking. I would mm-hmm. not want to drive one, yeah. but that's the most earth roamers I've ever seen. You saw a lot. Yeah. And they were getting like passed by like geo metros and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> God, this, it would be so stressful. To yeah. Me. But that area was beautiful. Oh yeah. Insanely nice. Uh, people mm-hmm. go leaf peep in there. At one point they were like, 10 tripods set up to get a shot up the canyon Mm -hmm. and actually i have one like really good shot of our truck um, oh yeah like a lake bed yeah looking up yeah we'll post it later it's it's really good it doesn't really show up good on instagram though (laughs) i want to figure out how to post like the full high-res version maybe just on our website yeah maybe see if i get around to it um we it spit us out like at Montrose. Really yeah. Away. Yeah. We had no idea. We should have done, it's supposed out by Black Canyon and the Gunnison, which we should have done that oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same area as the rock crawling. No. Yeah, that was Mont- Montrose. Yes. But that's like, it was, that's like 10 or 15 miles away. Well, when you're doing a several thousand mile road trip, it's the same area to oh, me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Brittany is, <laughs> she's Overlander Supreme. <laughs> 10 or 15 miles uh, is nothing. <laughs> uh, and then we drove home at 20 PSI. <laughs> like we do. And the next day we went rock crawling in a similar area, but not over there. Matt took us out to Dry Creek area, which has some really cool rock crawling. And it just the mm-hmm. rain had like um, kind of undercut a bunch of stuff. And there's some hard lines out there, dude. There were some like buggy lines and stuff. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, um, Matt got a little road rash on his truck. Yeah, smashed his bed in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It I was mean, no one's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to spot him. Okay, was there me. was it, the rock that yeah. went into his bed had glass all over it from previous <laughs> drivers. Yeah. So, And it, I think it had been even undercut from that. And Matt mm-hmm. already had a dent on that part. And he was like, I think that dent is from that same rock. <laughs> so it just like kind of weird line, yeah. smashed him into it, and then barely even made it out, dude. But that whole trail was gnarly. Yeah, it was nuts. It but was pretty cool. It's it like, did make me miss rock crawling. I know. It's been it's too been long. so long. I really want to build a little comp buggy. I think with my back, I could do that. Yeah, totally. And it wouldn't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if I tune the suspension up. But, but we're going to do the double cab next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the double cab's next. We got the bypasses, internal bypasses, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super cool. And then we'll mm-hmm. use that to display products on. And then... Yeah, Dry Creek was super cool. It was cool. He took us out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some like solo rock crawling, which is like the worst idea. At least it wasn't nighttime though. 
Like not, <laughs> solo rock crawling is bad. Solo night rock crawling is like <laughs> super bad. Oh my it's, god! You say my standards are low. You're like, oh, we did some solo rock crawling, but at least it wasn't dark outside. Yeah, or raining <laughs> or snowing. Yeah, there are many things that could make this yeah, worse. A lot of things. Uh, and like, luckily, Matt was able to fit all the stuff and show us all yeah. these cool things and managed to work. So he had to, he had to get back for yeah. some other meetings. Uh, so we went fishing. Yeah. We went to our friend's cabin. Their neighbors are super nice. They have like 160 acres up there and they have a lake that they stock at the beginning of summer and they fatten up the fish and then you got to pull them all out for winter where they die. And Brittany caught her first fish. So I have been fishing so many times, mm-hmm. grew up going camping and with fishermen and every single time I got skunked and I was deemed bad luck. So this Got was my first, <laughs> I'm the bad luck. What? <laughs> uh, this was my first fish that I caught and uh, thank you, Ian, for making sure it happened. You... You picked the spot and you found it for me and I actually did it. So Ian got there and he got on the dock and right away, within seconds of like putting his pole in After I figured out water. how to cast. <laughs> I didn't hear this part. I, I, I mean, I haven't been fishing in 20 years probably. What? Yeah, or longer. Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of fun. I would do it again. It's a good way to get meat. Yeah. Okay. It was super cool. Yeah. So you caught one and then at the very end you yeah. made sure... I caught one and I did, and it was freaking amazing. And filleted it right there on the dock, and we yeah. ate it that night. It was delicious. Yeah, delicious. that night's meal was so good. Like their cabin overlooks like 300 acres of cattle ranch at the bottom of that valley too. So we mm-hmm. had like a T-bone from those cows, yeah. trout that we caught like a couple hundred yards away. Like it was like the potatoes two hours were before. local. Everything yeah. like absolutely local. You know, like not not like store organic, but like right. actually organic, <laughs> right. like locally raised, like their like neighbors, good yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. That was, was a good meal, a dude. Really good meal. Yeah. And we played cards that night. We yeah, stayed we the played, night at their place. Yeah, mm-hmm. we stayed up too late playing cards with our friends' parents. We had gin and tonics. Yeah, we did. Didn't do taxes. I know. It's, that's probably the first time I drank gin tonics and not done taxes. I should have done something financial. Could have got us a bunch of money back again. I hope we, I hope we don't get audited, dude. If we get audited, I'm going to have to drink so many gin and tonics. I'm going to start taking like liver supplements. Oh, my God. <laughs> to fight the audit. Yeah. Uh, that was super bad. It was. Had a good time. And then the next day we did uh, Black Canyon of the Gunnison, which we were actually right next to. Which is worth yeah. maybe like an hour or two driving around. You just like drive out, look, you're like, yep, it's canyon. It's not going to take you more than that. Uh, yeah. And then you look at the next place and you're it's like, yep, another canyon. Really cool canyon. Yeah, it's a cool canyon. But yeah, it's, it's it. not going to take you very and long. And you can go from the other side and do a dirt road for like 20 miles and get to the other side of the canyon and camp at it. That might be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on your kind of vehicle. Like I wouldn't drive 20 miles down a dirt road with like... Uh, stock travel Tacoma. Right. That would be rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be worth the bouncing around for that. Yeah. Um, after that, we... It was, it was uh, Friday. So. Yeah. 
That was a weekend, so Matt didn't have to work anymore. So he was going to follow us south for a bit and show us around more, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Yeah. Um, so we went to, like, southwestern Colorado, like, close to the Four Corners. Yeah. And uh, we did Phil's World. Yes, which is dope. That might be, like, that and the Rat are my two favorite mountain bike trails of all time. But Phil's World is also apparently super famous. It was amazing. Yeah, it's it kind of looks like New Mexico because, like, mm-hmm. again, state borders are arbitrary. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just, like, up and down. And it's, like, swoopy through the canyons and super well-designed. And it was awesome. You should, like, YouTube some videos of it. Yeah, all the different terrains. Mm-hmm. You have the swoopy berms, you have the rocks, you have the cliff edges, you have yeah. not, not like you said, not too difficult of a climb mm-hmm. to do the fun stuff. They break up the climbs. Yeah. So like it, it still was probably a couple hundred feet of climbs, but yeah, I think we did like 12 or 13, 14 miles or something. I don't know. We did more than 10, I think. Somewhere around there. Who knows? Could be any, but, and we were okay. And we're like pretty out of shape. Yeah. So if we can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's an elevation too, which is rough. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we went down real quickly and went to Mesa Verde. Yeah. Which is, uh, I was disappointed because I thought it was going to be oh like God. the like buildings chiseled into the cliff edges. I thought it was going to be Jordan. Yeah. I thought it was like, going to be like Indiana Jones shit. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> I thought we were going to see the Holy Grail and shit, but. No, I knew no. what we were seeing. I was super yeah. stoked. But it's like caves in cliffs that like Native Americans built just like buildings in with like rocks and stuff. It's still really cool. It was know? dope. I, it was cool. It was worth the drive, but just barely. Because the entrance to the park is like 20 miles away oh, from yeah. the fucking cliff building things. And it's a goddamn like 35 the whole way. We might have seen wild horses there. Maybe. We, <laughs> we saw two horses. They appeared wild. They could have been someone's horses. I mean, they looked more wild than the antelope we saw in Wyoming. <laughs> yes, they were eating out of people's feed troughs. Yes, these were not eating out of feed troughs. They were just standing there. So, yeah, Mesa Verde was cool, though. There were a bunch of, like, pit houses, though, which I wasn't real impressed with. Because I've seen those, uh, the, like, what are they, the Filipino dudes on YouTube with the sticks. <laughs> and they've dug some pretty fucking impressive shit. Okay, those Whereas, guys are impressive. impressive I will give you that. Man. If you compare it side by side, they build a lot better stuff. But we're seeing ruins. We're seeing, like, ancient history. Yeah, it's, like, old. But it's also, like, some of them are literally just a hole in the ground with, like, some rocks in the middle. And I'm, like... <laughs> like i'm not sure if i would have built a building around this and put signs up i'm just saying like it is literally just a hole okay uh it's definitely worth going to it's also kind of like black canyon of the gunnison where like you don't need to spend more than an hour or two yeah. at it but you can if you can do the like guided tours of the place oh. that would be cool we were we, there too late to do yeah they do that in the summer yeah that'd be dope um, that that would be because you go down the ladders and yeah. you actually go into the you know the caves yeah. but if you're hoping to see the holy grail it's not there <laughs> it's it's so not jordan pass on it <laughs> i don't even know what jordan is uh, oh my god i've shown you pictures uh okay then after that I don't we even met like shoes <laughs> <laughs> my god okay after that we met up with matt at the brewery yeah dolores brewery which is mm-hmm. good we have some pizza some mm-hmm. beer instead of cooking at camp 
Yeah, and then we went back and camped. Yeah, <laughs> which is the way to do it. Let me yeah. tell you what. I'm into the whole overland and like brewery, mm-hmm. and then you sleep in your truck. I know, and, and we had a fire. It was nice. Yeah, super nice. And uh, so usually when you go to this place, you should do the Dolores Trails first and then do yeah, Phil's World. Yeah, because they're just kind of like flat and flowy and still beautiful through trees. Yeah. Super rideable and great time. But it had just rained, so all that area was super wet. So we ended up doing Phil's World yeah. first. So the next morning we did the Dolores Trails and it was, it was I'm glad we did it. It was nice. Yeah, super nice. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like flowy trails through trees. Probably did another what? Mm-hmm. Five, six, seven miles or something. Something like that. Through there. <laughs> we were very active on this trip. I was kind of proud of us. I know. We did a lot. And Matt was showing us up the whole time. Oh, well, yeah. We were just trying to keep up with Matt. Yeah. And then we um, leave there and then we go to like this super dope camp spot right by this river that like feeds Lake Powell. Yeah. So and, we're back in Utah now. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. we're back in Utah. And they built a marina for like apparently this... River used to be like 50 feet higher or something. So there's like this giant boat dock in the middle of the desert, which is like no water anywhere around. Water has gone way down. Yeah. It's crazy. It's some like drainage thing or Mm -hmm. they like use Lake Powell for something else now or some shit. I don't understand it. I I blame people who blame the media. (laughs) (laughs) But... We camp at this really cool spot that's pretty much off the road, but nobody goes to it. Mm. Uh, oh, wait. Do you remember before this, the road was closed? The road was closed. And then Google Maps took us on Oh yeah, <laughs> Yeah, there's this like five-mile section of the freeway that was closed, and fucking Google Maps sent us like 20 miles down a dirt road, and like Matt's towing his trailer, and then there's like a minivan on the road, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know if they're going to make it. I was surprised. Okay, at first we were like, oh, cool. We have a workaround. Mm-hmm. But it was freaking remote and yeah. dirt. and <laughs> You had like no service the whole time and it was 20 miles yeah, of dirt roads. Yeah, I was roads. very surprised. It was like just as bad as Engineer Pass or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so so I think because of that, we probably got even less traffic out there yeah. because that road was closed. True, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Mm. So uh, the bathrooms were very clean. Oh, yeah. Nobody super goes nice. There. Yeah, it was like a campground, campground with a bathroom. Mm-hmm. When's the last time we stayed in a campground? I know. We I never know, do. I, I fucking know. hate campgrounds. I like well, We just don't like to them. be around people. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, the problem with campgrounds is like, we're super spoiled with our house. But <laughs> like campgrounds, there are more people per the area than mm-hmm. where we live. Yeah, they're worse than yeah. our house like, by far. Our neighbors, like a couple hundred yards away. Like, yeah. I can't see we our neighbors. We haven't met our neighbors. No, but apparently everyone else has, and apparently they're super nice, yeah, yeah, but they just family, don't say hi to us. My family watched our house and our dogs when we were gone, and mm. they met, they finally yeah. met all our neighbors, and yeah. we have not yet. So, and I'm so nice. I'm always waving, I know, and I try I know, and talk I to know. them. <laughs> this is fucking rude. <laughs> anyway, cool camp spot. Uh oh, the next day we drove a little further. We were where? Some random state park that doesn't get a ton of people or didn't Goblin. used to, but now with COVID, it is packed. Oh it is full God. of like there trailers. Were so many RVs. Dude, trailers everywhere. Mm-hmm. The stupid the trailhead for the canyon we hiked had no parking. It was nuts. And apparently also, before COVID, it used to be there was like no one there. 
Mm-hmm. It was a slot canyon. So we mm-hmm. came to the spot and we did a couple slot canyons that night. Actually, before I'm sorry, backing up. Uh, we actually hiked that other canyon. Remember? Oh, uh, some Charlie? other canyon off the road, which apparently normally has like a little water pool at the end of it. And in the mm-hmm. summer, you can like get in and then. And if you go a little further, you can actually go like canyoneering. canyoneering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty dope. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And then we found the camp spot and did the slot canyons. Yeah. The slot canyons were actually really cool. I mean, a lot of people do them in like the national parks out there and they get really busy. Mm-hmm. This one, for as many people that were camped, or, I mean, that were parked at the trailhead, we didn't see a whole lot of people going yeah, down. Yeah, because it was full of water. Not the first one. Oh, okay. The first one, uh, it was still really fun. That uh, it was getting later in the afternoon that we were trying to decide if we should do the second one, which was still right by our camp spot. Um, and we decided to do it because we were there. And so why not? But we couldn't get very far because it was full of water and we had to kind of like scale both walls. And and then I ended up dipping my feet into it. <laughs> you shit into the water. Okay, yeah, I fell. Yeah. Uh, and then... We decided it was getting late. It was going to rain. We didn't want to get caught in there. My feet were wet. We still had to hike back. So pretty much all about you. Yeah. And then uh, and then we go back, have some dinner, go to bed. We wake up. When I wake up, it's dry. And then I'm laying there in bed and the rain starts. I'm like, fuck, I should have gotten up, put all the shit away. Mm-hmm. And then it starts hailing. Mm-hmm. And all our shit, uh, the nightmare of our camping setup is you have to take every single thing out every day and then put your camp stuff, all like your sleeping stuff in. And then in the morning, you put it all back in and strap it up and it takes fuck forever. And everything we own is so heavy and it's a nightmare. And then that day it got snowed on and like rain and mud because it's just sitting in the dirt. And then you're just like putting like snowy mud boxes <laughs> Where you sleep in the bed of the truck, and it's freezing, and I have Crocs and shorts on because That's I didn't want to fault. change because then my pants would have gotten wet, and it was like 32 degrees out. I'm in pink zebra Crocs, not having a good time. You know, that's totally your fault. No, if I had put pants and boots on, they would have got soaked. If you had never bought the Crocs to begin oh, with, you Brittany hates in this my Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we actually experienced. All the weather that day. that day, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty rough. And then ev- and when we got a break in it, we were like, oh, let's make some coffee. Yeah. And then it would just start hailing. It was we yeah. were just trying to hurry up and pack up and get the hell out of there. It was yeah, mm-hmm. pretty rough. And then it's raining, so we decided to do some solo wheeling around there because this is what you do in the rain. <laughs> Uh, and instead of taking the Tundra on 35 inch off-road tires, we take Matt's like GMC diesel with no recovery gear, <laughs> none at all. We just all hop in there and not even a shovel, not even a shovel, nothing. And he's got all trains in the front and mud trains in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got Nanking conquerors cause he had to buy tires like during when COVID first started and everything was real bad. And he was like, I'm not going to buy four tires. They're not real tires. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what they are. (laughs) Uh, so we got, we, we didn't actually get stuck. We were worried about getting stuck. Yeah. At one point we were in like the, uh, we were kind of like on a cliff edge 
on like a U-shaped bend that goes across a ravine. And on the right side, there's a cliff. And on the left side, there's a drainage ditch. Right. That's like full of water. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude, you're either going off a cliff or the drainage ditch because exactly. you started sliding. Yeah. And the, the, do you remember how soft that mud was? Yeah. Utah mud is different. It's like, mm-hmm. it's weird because you look at the road and it looks totally normal. There's a bunch of like pebbles all over it. Mm-hmm. You think it's good. But then you step out and you like sink. Sink. Yes. It's bizarre. So thankfully he was fine though. And then we just mm-hmm. continued we our were, joy ride. Because of all the things that we mentioned, no recovery gear in that truck by ourselves. It's raining. We were overly cautious. So we made sure we got back out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aired down. And then he sent it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yeah. You can't like the big problem people have is they'll be like a downhill and then an uphill and mm-hmm. they'll stop at the bottom of the uphill and like reassess, but you got to use all that momentum. Got to keep going. Yeah. It's got fucking just gas it mm-hmm. and go. So anyway, we, uh, it was cool. And then we aired up and we said our goodbye to Matt mm-hmm. and we went on to St. George because we had to sign paperwork. Yeah, we had to sign shit for our uh, loan. We refinanced. We just bought this house last year mm-hmm. at 2.75. But there was some like veteran shit where you could get it dropped down to 2.25 without having to pay down points. Or so, prove income or employment or anything like it that. It was just good because, I mean. Because I quit my job. And you guys just heard about how I do our taxes drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> who fucking knows what our income is? And they just cre- they just check credit score. The That's only it. person who knows how much money we make is old Bombay Sapphire. <laughs> That's it. He's the only dude who knows. So um, that was good. But then we went to sign the loan documents. They had the our day. house listed wrong. They had our address wrong. And it's not even an address that exists. No. They had 200 pages of loan documents listed wrong. We still signed them all. And that was like hugely out of the way. Like we didn't need to go to St. George or do anything. But that's the place where the notary was and blah, blah, blah. We we had to find a city to go to. And this was like the worst possible part of our trip to do this. Because we were in Ridgeway forever. And we were in all these other cities or nearby them. And this is the one time that we were going to be in southern Utah and away from cities. So we were like, eh, I guess we can be in St. George. Yeah. So we just like skipped a giant mm-hmm. section of our trip. But we still right. did that whole 12 and 24 part, which was yeah. super nice. And it was like yeah. snowing in parts a bit. It's beautiful. And uh, we also left and tried to do it during the day because there's like some mountain passes and they don't plow at night. And I was like, Fuck, I've seen this happen before. I'm so glad you did that. I didn't even think yep. about that. Yeah, because I used to have to go when I was a firefighter up mm-hmm. here. I would show up to work at 4 a.m. and the roads would not be plowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was a nightmare. Yeah. So we ended up making sure that we got to St. George in time. And, and we got an Airbnb that night because we were like, hey, we want to be there for this. We don't want to get stuck in the snow. Which, you know, it was also nice because the reason we picked Airbnb is because, one, you can park your truck in a driveway in front of where you're staying, especially when you have all of your shit with you. Yeah. And two, you can do our laundry. Yeah, we really need to do laundry. Mm -hmm. Although, COVID's ruined Airbnb because the fees cost more than the actual place itself. Yes. They kind of honey dick you, yeah. Yes. More than double. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. More than the full price. Yeah. Right? It was... It was... Really annoying. <laughs> yeah, super not worth it. But and then we ended up getting there and signing all the paperwork, and like halfway through the paperwork, we realized the address is wrong, and the notary is like, "Oh, well, you should call your 
loan officer right after this. Yeah, but not right now because I still want you to sign them all so I get paid. We called our loan officer right after and it turns out we have to re-sign. Yep. And we're not sticking around St. George. No, we're not just going to hang out in St. George. In the city, yeah. We had plans. Mm -hmm. We wanted to get through uh, Death Valley, actually. Yeah. I mean, we would have done a lot of other things. We would have gone to North Rim. We would have gone like more of Southern mm-hmm. Utah. Yeah, we were going to get a this. permit to camp on the rim. Mm-hmm. We were going to do a bunch of stuff in Southern Utah. There was like one like fifty mile dirt road that I wanted to do through mm-hmm. Southern Utah. But we had to pick another city to be in the next day uh, to sign the paperwork because all of this is also like there's weird time frames. Yeah, so like had to be done. Yes, everything. Like, anything with a house is always an emergency. Yes. It's like, it must be done this day. <laughs> it's... For no reason. Stupid, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, we have friends in Mammoth, and we wanted to go see them towards the end of our trip. So, we were like, all right, if we can do this the next day, we can be in Mammoth the mm-hmm. next day. So, we really couldn't camp in Death Valley like we wanted to. We had to, like, just kind of... Whiz yeah. through it and get to Mammoth. We blasted through it, though. We went <laughs> from, like, we went down to Beatty, mm-hmm. saw some donkeys, filled up mm-hmm. the gas, smashed through Titus Canyon, and then mm-hmm. out onto that road all the north way to north. End. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to uh, the, whatever it is, by the Bristlecone Pine Forest. Is that where we were? Yeah, and they sp- it spit us out at Big Pine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I think that way, though, is faster than the freeway. Oh, the way as it we turns did out, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's nice really too, cool. and I think they had just scraped the roads because. Yeah, um, you're right. There were some like small washboard sections, but as long as you were doing above, like, I don't want to say how fast we we're going. I'm sure the <laughs> speed limit there is like 35 or something. I have no idea. Who knows? There's definitely a speed limit in all of Death Valley. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of people there when we were there. No, this is yeah. not the time for the Death no. Valley. Yeah, we saw like maybe two or three people. We were behind max. that one girl on a bike in Titus, which was pretty cool. Yeah, she was killing it. She was killing enduro. it. Yeah. Doing pretty good. Uh, anyway, yeah. It, it's a really cool area. Spit us out in Big Pine. We got to Mammoth that night. The next day, we went to Mono Lake. Yeah, after we signed loan docs. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yes, we did end up signing loan docs that morning. And it was good. Yes. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet, but like wired, <laughs> wired money today, it's yeah. all supposed to Supposedly. be good. <laughs> We're yeah. Gucci. Yeah, uh, I went there, saw some tufas. Apparently, it's a super popular place for overlanding. Well, we had never been there before. It's really cool. The like salt formations in the lake. It's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Super nice. And then on the... Uh, like. On the side of Mono Lake, we saw like several hundred wild horses. We finally actually saw them. <laughs> they definitely wild horses, wild yep. mustangs. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We almost hit one in the road. It hopped right in front of us. It was so beautiful and majestic and amazing. Probably yeah. like the biggest highlight of this trip for me. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't hit it, dude. <laughs> I'd have never heard the end of it. No, no, no. <laughs> we had horse jerky for weeks. No. <laughs> what? Huh? Uh, it was really such a special moment. It was cool. Yeah, I got yeah. a bunch of like super blurry photos of wild horses because it was like sunset and then like the lens I have isn't that mm-hmm. great. And like that camera's fucked up too. Mm-hmm. There's like something super wrong with it. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know what. You got to figure that out. Yeah. Maybe but just sell it. It was a really special moment. I really loved it. Yeah. It was beautiful. Super cool. And then we like walked out to them and yeah, we were within like 50 feet of a whole mm-hmm. herd of wild horses at one point. Yeah. And it was pretty yeah. dope. It was amazing. Life changing. That was awesome. Yeah. And then the next day, I mean, it's hard to top that. So we did go see Bodhi. Yeah, the ghost the town. Ghost town. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Um, it's really big. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, like I didn't a, realize it's like a thing. Yeah, people were like, go there. Also, more overlanders there down with um, with their um, stupid light bars on, mm-hmm. on the flat dirt road. There was like a Tesla yeah. Model Y that passed, and then there was like a convoy of overlanders with light bars on. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. Like, bro, dude, <laughs> turn Calm your fucking light bars down. off. <laughs> it's also daytime. Like, it was. It was yeah. broad daylight. Yeah, you should not, like... Mm-hmm. You should not have your lights on. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You're blinding people. Uh, came back and saw the what is it called? The Obsidian Dome. Mm-hmm. Outside of, Which I fucked Lake. up, and I think I, in my head I thought crater. So I looked at the <laughs> it's like opposite. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the topo lines on the map, and like I know how to read a topo map, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> I know all of it. Yeah, I know Hidden Valley Ranch salad dressing, Hill Valley Ridge salad depression. You got the fucking five different colors. It's like a bunch of shit topo maps. Yeah. You know what I would love to do is like find everyone with a wrap on their vehicle of a topo map and ask them how you read one. (laughs) And so I think the answer might shock you or give them like grid coordinates and ask them Mm -hmm. how to find it or be like, what part of this topo map is higher than the other? (laughs) And uh, apparently think, you can't answer that, though. No, I can't. I think I thought it was a dome. I didn't look at the topo map. Right. And I was like, oh, the obsidian dome, you like climb up and then in the inside, it'll go down. But that's not how domes work. <laughs> that's a crater. <laughs> I got the two words mixed up. Right. So I climbed to the top. Oh it's God. all like loose, sharp rocks. No, Every I know. Rock is You're a like, knife edge. Babe, you want to hike up this? And my my hiking shoes are freaking still wet from when i fell in the yes, slot you're canyon wearing ugg boots, so i'm wearing dude. my freaking knockoff uggs yeah uh, so i only made it halfway up and i was like because i saw you struggling yeah. on the like loose rocks yeah and they are sharp i know every single one is i sharp. don't know how you made it all the way up Fuck, uh, by accident <laughs> you should not yeah i'm glad you didn't go up because you know how Me you too. are i know i know that's why i stopped <laughs> yeah good Whew, you could have died I imagine you just fall and splitting your head open. Me too. That's why I stopped. Oh, and also if you like, you don't need to be in four low on a flat dirt road too. Oh yeah. Like shift out of four low. PSA. Yeah. And like you also don't need to be in four high on a flat dirt road too. <laughs> this dude's transfer case was screaming as oh, he came God. by. Um, with all his lights on too. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, if you're doing 10 miles an hour on a flat dirt road. Yeah. With all your lights on. And there's like reassess. There's like civics on the road too. <laughs> relax, just relax. Uh, it was cool. We got to see that, and then we drove uh, back to our friend's place, who just bought that Ford. Oh yeah, they got like a '76 F250 on 49 inch tires, but had like not been clearance for 49 inch tires. And so for the past like month or two, they've been trying to make it roadworthy mm-hmm. so they can use it as like a recovery vehicle in the yeah. winter. So it's got like 
There's all the typical problems. Got like steering problems, carburetor problems, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. All the normal junk. It's like giant lift blocks on it. Um, it's amazing. It's ridiculous. I can't it see into the bed. I <laughs> know. So I have tall. to jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't look in the bed. Um, it's pretty cool though. And they are fixing it up and yeah. it's going to be cool for their. So, so they run a recovery, off-road recovery business in Mammoth yeah. area. Just doing good, dude. They get a ton of calls yeah. and man, it's a good that service. Way, frosty four wheeler. Yeah. Because before people like would just leave their vehicles until it thaws. I cannot believe that. That's crazy. So many people get stuck, but then every once in a while you get like the fucking Facebook groups that get all hyped up to get out there and rescue stuff. And then they make shit like way worse. And then a couple of times they've had to call him out afterwards yeah, and he's had to tow out like three people yeah. and they've like slid the truck off <laughs> or like sunk their trucks or stuff. And, and it's like, not dude. just the winter. No, it's the summer too. Yeah. Also, because Google Maps just sends some people <laughs> down dirt roads. There's one part yes. where it's like in the winter, it's kind of muddy and you make ruts. And then mm-hmm. in the summer, it turns to moon dust and the moon dust like fills in the ruts. So there's one part where you're like driving along and you think it's fine, but mm-hmm. it's like up to your knee in like silt. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in like a normal car, you're there and you're stuck mm-hmm. and then you call AAA and they're like, no, we won't get you out. And then, yeah, and then you call. Mm-hmm. some of the other tow companies in the area and they're like yeah that'll be eight thousand dollars for real Dude. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like those are six to eight thousand are some of the I quotes know. it's to insane. like pull you out yeah it's nuts so they just come out whip you out mm-hmm. they got all the right stuff all the knowledge mm-hmm. and cool trucks yep cool trucks they do it safely yep um it's kind of like if Matt's off-road recovery was run by, how do I say this correctly? You are already too late. Go ahead. It was run by like someone who knew what they were doing <laughs> <laughs> and was safe. Oh, man. <laughs> and doesn't like get their Jeep stuck on their own trailer <laughs> and a flat and That's almost roll it. my favorite video. Fuck, dude, it's so bad. Like if I called... If I needed recovered and he showed up, I'd be like, next. <laughs> like anyone but him, please, God. Our friends were saying that sometimes they got called and people were like, oh, <laughs> like surprised that they were coming. Or they would be like, oh, your 40 inch tires are the reasons why I got stuck because people like you come out. It's like, what? they're yeah. coming to save you. <laughs> yeah, idiots. Also, if you have a lower pound per square inch impact on the trail, you're not doing as much damage as the idiots in like two wheel drives or yes. like stock four wheel drive trucks that are chewing the whole thing up. Yes. And also I want the trail to get chewed up because I don't want these people out there. <laughs> like the less people that can get out to these places, the longer these places will last. That's true. That's the other problem mm-hmm. too. But then I also want people to get out and enjoy the outdoors because it's great. Mm. And you know, that's like, the great thing about living here is that for now, it's not illegal to enjoy yep, the outdoors. That's true. That's true. For Although now. They're trying to make it. So get it all in while you can. Yeah. But also Instagram and COVID have ruined a lot of places and Holy YouTube videos too. Crap. Yeah. There's some YouTube videos for places that have like millions of views, especially in the Eastern Sierras. Mm-hmm. And those places just cannot handle that much traffic. I know. And they're getting destroyed. It's really unfortunate. And it's like, is it worth the ad revenue for the video? No. 
to ruin these places forever. Mm-mm. You know what I, I mean? Know, I know. I yeah. know. And you talk to some of the people who own some of the private land up there and they're like, no, I'm going to close it. There are too many people yep. and they're not yep. respectful. Mm-hmm. And even if they were respectful, it's just too damaging to the area. On it's not designed trip, for it. We heard about a few trails that are getting closed down mm-hmm. probably for good because yep. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a few very popular trails. Yeah. So it really sucks. Really nice trails, but mm-hmm. it, it sucks. That's what happens. So yeah. Be thoughtful about what you're doing and who you're sharing it with. Yep. Although we've just spent the past like two hours talking about. Yeah, but we only said names of places that are already popular. Yeah, dude, like you're not going mm-hmm. to blow up like engineer pass. Yeah. Everyone it's knows about that. <laughs> nothing but rental side by sides and yeah. like Jeep JKs with Texas plates doing 10 miles mm-hmm. an hour. Yep. Like mm-hmm. 37 inch tires. Yep. I don't get it. I know. I'm so slow. And land cruisers with like eight fuel cans strapped to their roof to do a 12 mile long road. Yeah. At, <laughs> at three miles an hour. We brought. Like, I can't do it. A five gallon gas can filled. And we never used <laughs> Yeah, I didn't use it once this whole trip. <laughs> and the stupid Tundra has a 26-gallon gas tank, too, mm-hmm. which is the dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have been an option. I know. Um, but we are going to put the 42-gallon on for going to the Arctic Circle. For, yeah, where we want to go. Yeah. Except that, apparently, you can do, like, the Arctic Circle just in a car. What? Yeah. That dude did it in his fucking... Uh, what, not a Porsche? A, like an old Ferrari, but like what? rally tires on it. Yeah. His name oh is Brian's God. Questionable Decisions on Instagram. <laughs> all these overlanders are like doing trips to it. <laughs> he did it oh, a, my God. I, I want to say it's an old Ferrari. I might have to look it up. Yeah, he has like 27-inch rally car tires on it. Jesus. And he just did it. And it was fine because it's it's a logging. It's like a trucking road. Hmm. So maybe for that, we can actually have a camper. Yeah. It's possible. Mm. I think we would explode a camper off-roading the way we do, though. <laughs> That's why, like, some people were like, oh, would you be interested in getting one of these or one of these? And I'm like, I think we'll break them, dude, honestly. It's so hard to tell what what is yeah. able to withstand what we do. Because I think a lot of companies, like, it's not that their products aren't, like, built well. Right. But they're built to, like, the average consumer. Like, right. you're not going to spend an extra 500 bucks building a product for 1% of your customer base. Instead, right. you're just going to accept that as returns and go on right. with your life. It just doesn't make any sense financially. So you can't blame them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think we destroy them. Like some people were like, oh, what about this camper or this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I've seen so many of those break from just like normal people driving around. We would destroy them. Like immediately. Yeah. yeah. They're just not designed for the speeds we travel mm-hmm. off-road, especially mm-hmm. with those bypasses, dude. They're so good. And you know what I don't know how to show is how much better they are on the road, too. That's because true. Because usually bypasses suck dick on the road. But because the front's still that full-size digressive piston, it's like no body roll. How many miles did we do on this trip? I don't know. Six or 7,000 or something? Thousands. And it yeah. was so comfortable. So nice. We might have broken the camper shell and all of our stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's but junk now. We were comfortable we were in the truck. <laughs> super comfortable. Seat heaters on. Set that shit to 72 degrees. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The look on people's faces when we would pass them was hilarious. Oh my God. When we got to 
the top of, I don't know, that day that we did Imogene. Yeah. You legit like jumped it mm-hmm. at the very top, and there was a guy in a land cruiser. And he was watching, and his jaw was literally dropped. Yeah. Like I've never <laughs> seen that before. Like actually open. Yeah, <laughs> like he didn't know what to say. There's like this weird little whoop section at the top of Imogene. Mm-hmm. I just fucking sent it, and it floated over the first like five whoops, and then the last one mm-hmm. was just like a little bit wider, and so it like um, it didn't quite like pack the front end. I couldn't tell if we were off the ground or not. But yeah, it was like all four tires off the ground to the top of it. And um, we're in this like stock looking tundra with, yeah, like, with like chrome bumpers and shit. And the paint's like coming off. And- yeah. <laughs> it does not look right. Yeah. That's it's funny though. Mm-hmm. I like having the sleeper truck. I know you yeah. like it. It cracks me up. Mm-hmm. And then people would look at like Matt's truck and they'd be like, what? And he would like go up a rock section. I'm like, fuck, I can go up this rock section. I know. Cause he's got, he's got a Toyota on, on forties. Yeah. Like a three built. link yeah. and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Um, I'd like to get him down here sometime and figure out his shock setup. Yeah. Cause right now he has two inch FOAs in the front, which blow. And then his rear shocks. You remember from the last trip we did with him, he broke a rear shock and <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't know. <laughs> that <laughs> was in like, the love last time. That's a sign that maybe your shocks aren't doing that much and they're yes. not that great. <laughs> he was like, oh, really? It runs the same. <laughs> like, that's not good, dude. <laughs> oh, man. He had like Rancho ES 9000s oh, yeah, on it, yeah, which yeah. I think is what he should put on his trailer. It's like oh, a sweet homemade trailer, dude, too. The trailer did really well, it's though. It's dope, dude. Yeah. Everything handles, yeah, he like it built it from scratch. It's so up nice. The, the dirt road that we mm-hmm. went on that Google Maps set us yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to put bump stops on it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why. <laughs> but I think, like, whatever the lightest valving you can get, like the cheapest pro comps or the cheapest ranchos with like the lowest amount of valving possible and that thing would be an absolutely mm-hmm. killer off-road but it's dope it's got like a little sink a little fridge oh i know it's amazing he a built it Coleman himself stove he sleeps in it yep super nice Just charlie fits in it yeah <laughs> i know it made me kind of consider a trailer because i'm so scared of running a trailer because like if a road dead ends you live there you can't back a trailer down the roads we do i know i yeah that I'm okay scary. not having a trailer now because it scares me too. It scares me, especially mm-hmm. when we were in Ridgeway. We saw a guy peel the back of his fifth <gasps> wheel off at the gas station. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. I would not have pulled into that gas station. It, he got like the ladder hooked on the gas pump and the whole back panel of his fifth wheel, there's probably like Opened eight up. feet of air. Yes. All of his shit fell out. Yep. It was caught on the thing. Yep. And he, his front tire of his mm-hmm. truck was caught on the curb because it was yep. such a tight turn. Okay. First of all, I would never have pulled that trailer no. in that gas Fuck station. No, dude. It was way too small. Yeah. I would have run out of gas and called AAA first. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, there's I would no. I go way. to like a truck stop. That's too big. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah, we, were, but we felt embarrassed for him, so we didn't take pictures. Dude, I know. My hands were, like, sweaty just looking <laughs> at it because I can just imagine it being me. 
I know. Because I'm already so anxious about towing trailers. Yeah. You were like, like, nope, not getting a trailer. I was like, this is it. This is my nightmare. I was like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is what happened. All the people in that entire intersection came out of the stores to watch. Nothing happens in Ridgeway. So people were like, (laughs) people went into the liquor store and were like, hey, some guy's fucking up his fifth wheel outside. Like 10 people came out to like, look. It's so true. Like, there just ain't fuck all to do there. <laughs> so <laughs> that was it. That was like the highlight of people's day. Yeah. And then I had to go back and look at the gas station, see how fucked up it oh, was. Oh, we did go back. And I had yeah. like a couple scratches. The gas station one, yeah. <laughs> this fifth wheel was fucked. Was, yeah, that stressed me out. I can see it, though, if you have like a base camp. Like If you have if, a base camp. If we could afford one, one of those like overland camper things would be totally nice. I don't know. At what point is it like more trouble than it's worth? I don't know. Uh, Maybe just have a better camp setup in the bed. Exactly. Our yeah. camp setup sucks. It's, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. I will say the dollar to performance ratio on the plumber camper shell is great, <laughs> but we should just put a fucking tent there and then we wouldn't have to undo everything, pull it all out. Our toolbox weighs like 200 pounds. So mm-hmm. it's like me and you lifting it. You almost can't get it above the tailgate. I have to like really pump myself Dude, you up get amped get first. You're like, I got this. I got this. It, every go. time. Yeah. Let's go. Literally. Yeah. Like, that's not a joke. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get pumped to do it. So that was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, I know. We thought that the camper shell was like saving us time. That's why we got it. Yeah. But it wasn't. It didn't. I we should have just, just put the tent on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Iraq, or we could have gone to Overland Expo and got a sweet, like, hard shell tent or Maybe something. that's what we'll do next. Yeah, let's get a hard shell tent. Yeah. Or, like, I, you know, I've been thinking about the bed platform. Yeah. And even then, we still have to pull all that shit out. But with a tent, you kind of have to, too. Yeah, but you still have more access you to You know what is like. nice that I used to talk a lot of shit about is that decked thing. Oh, yeah. Where it's like that flat tray and you like pull out the drawers and then all your shit's right there. It's like not that much storage, but it would be legit. It's so expensive. And I worry that the drawer system like. Is going to piss me off. No. Again, like off-roading is a very broad term. Oh, fuck. Like how will it hold up to what we do? It won't. It's all mm-hmm. like plastic and stuff. It's probably exactly exactly. And you're just gonna get pissed off. It will waste thousands of dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is different than <laughs> <laughs> what we normally do. You're right. Let's do it. Yeah, we should just do it. Yeah, I don't think it would hold up. Yeah, it's a problem. Yep. Maybe I should slow down off road. It's more comfortable <laughs> at speed though. You know what? That might save us a lot of money. Um, <laughs> It's more know, comfortable man. at speed. Because, okay, what what have we decided we need to just build ourselves? The freaking tent setup? Yep. The freaking bike rack? Yep. The whole, like, bed section is just The dual not, battery setup? The dual battery? I have to fix it now before we go to the mm-hmm. desert. It's like pretty much Maybe everything. we're wheeling too hard. <laughs> it's more comfortable at speed though, because when you drive slow, no, it's it all is bouncy. It's really and comfortable. Shit. It's also yeah. really fun. Yeah. So, but if you can do mm-hmm. 55 on the same roads that are like bouncy at 10, mm-hmm. you just float over the top of it when you know you're what? in the bypass zones. And you should have things that are built to what you want to do. Yeah. So let's do it. You just need to be able to afford it. Just build it ourselves. Yeah. Or have lots of money. Fuck, that truck is so nice, though. Like, the leather heated seats and 
Um, mm-hmm. I like the creature though. comforts too. Like the sonar that lets you know when you're about to hit shit. That's nice. That is nice. The backup camera. All vehicles should have backup cameras. I used to talk so much shit on them. I'm an idiot. I still get confused. This should be like, no, babe, you're just crazy, though. You don't even like automatic headlights. You're like, I'm not sure it'll turn on. No, you just turn it on yourself. It's just a little switch. Yeah, but you never do. I do. Oh, manually. Manually. The way God intended. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need no fucking computers telling me when to turn the lamps on. Oh, my God. I'll light them myself. Ugh. More wine for this. What? You already drank a whole bottle. No. Half a bottle. That's fine. That's that is acceptable. <laughs> what? That's like a whole six pack of beer. Oh my god. It's true. People, you can message Ian now and tell him that half a bottle of wine for one person is totally acceptable. <laughs> okay. You just wait. You'll You're see. gonna get fucking one dude who works at Alcoholics Anonymous who's <laughs> like, you know, do you think your wife needs to talk to someone? <laughs> That's gonna be it. No one's gonna listen this far, anyways. Dude. I know, I know. We're already two hours and fifteen minutes into this. Yeah. Maybe we should wrap this up. Fuck it, dude. So I know we told you all that we would be doing this once a week, but we did go finally on a three and a half, almost one yeah. month long vacation that was very much needed. So yeah, we did that. And so we'll catch up. <laughs> and now I'm going to try and milk it, and I'm just going to post photos of it for the next that's two years. That's what you years, do. No, that's normal. Just that's with normal. quotes about, like, wanderlust about and life stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I just won't mention that we haven't been off-roading that long. I was thinking about, like, posting about each day with, like, photos from the I day. I think that is reasonable. And it doesn't – it's not weird. It's like, hey, we went on yeah. this really long trip, and we want to show you all about it, so yeah. one a day. That's, like, I think that's fine. No hashtags, no bullshit. Kind of give up on all that, anyways. Oh God, it's, it's so exhausting. It's like a whole thing, dude. Yeah, and, and like, apparently Instagram's dying anyway. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta it's, go to TikTok. I know, ticking and talking. OnlyFans. Yeah, maybe you should make an OnlyFans, babe. <laughs> no, I think you should. Why should I? Because you got the ass. You have the ass. <laughs> Your ass is fucking gigantic. Ian. What? That's a good thing now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's when we call it. Okay. Cool. Do we have anything else to add? No. We shared our whole trip. Mm. It was super awesome. And we're super thankful that we can be able to do this. True. And not stress out about work and come back and stress out about work. Yeah. <laughs> I was stressed the whole time. Uh, um, <laughs> now I got to finish Curtis's truck. Yeah. We'll finish the Nissan. We'll tell you all about that. Because it's a actually a really cool build. To come out. But I'm not yeah. talking about them because... No, 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 when no. I People talk- steal your ideas. Yeah. So keep it keep it zipped, Ian. Can, like three shops now are making a living off products I was gonna make. And this is why we're patenting everything. Our shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but I have a bunch of products in the pipeline yep. coming up. Mm-hmm. Bunch of signs, bunch of cool shit popping out. Yeah, Double yeah, this is a cool. pretty cool year for us. Yeah. I hope so. And we will share along the way. We'll, we will do more podcasts. Like yeah. we said. I'll do one once I start building the double cab on exactly how I'm setting up yeah, the, sus- the rear suspension on very it. It's going to be yeah. Yeah, like absolutely one of a kind. Yeah. The front will be two. I'm using like three inch internal bypasses and stuff, which are going to be interesting to tune and some other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be like our display truck. So like take it to shows and show off all our Hopefully shit. Hopefully we'll do more shows next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think we got it. I just don't like, I don't like it when it's fake. 
It's going to be fine. Like, I like meeting people who are just like normal, real people. Although, honestly. You know what? The vast majority of the people that yeah. we did meet are. Yeah. And They're everyone awesome. we've yeah. met off Instagram has been super nice. We haven't had like, a bad experience. Nope. Not one. Knock on wood. Even people we meet <laughs> out on the trips, too. Like, everyone in Colorado, super nice. Everyone nice. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so we've been very fortunate like, in that, and that's why we love this yeah. whole scene. So. It's dope. All right. Cool. Let's make some dinner. Yeah. I know. Now it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> now we got to wake up in seven hours and work. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. I don't have any clothes.